Warning. Explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. So every once in a while, you just need to get the gang together and let the train go off the rails. That's what we did here. The Great Northeast BJJ Podcast is back. We recorded this one down in Mexico. We're at the Hotel Santa Fe in Puerto Escondido. We're at the BJJ in Paradise Camp. Um, talked about what the black belt means. Talk about Brad's driving, tacos, it's a bunch of new nicknames. Wheat, Turkish Peeber, and a bunch of other Swedish gummy candy things. Um, I think we also determined that we need to have another episode with Jerry and talk about the alien abduction. Pretty much we were joined by everybody. Um, as always, this episode is brought to you by the world-famous Tortuga Soap Company. All the things you need to keep you looking and smelling good, tortugasoap.com. If you want to save 20% off, use the discount code PODCAST. Also brought to you by Port City BJJ, home of the Great Northeast BJJ Podcast in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Come by and check us out. We love visitors. be great to have you. Portcitybjj.com. If you're looking for some jewelry, go to beautytobeast.etsy.com. Enter the discount code RIDDLER and get 10% off your order. Also brought to you by Takedown Nation. Eric by Dark was making stuff. Then he wasn't, but he will be again. So make sure you check him out. If you don't know who he is, Takedown Nation. Eric by Dark is the man. Um, and he'll show you how to take people down to the ground so you can do jujitsu to them. So check it out, Takedown Nation. And of course, BJJ in Paradise. Um, it's my favorite week of the year. It's a beautiful place, amazing place to train, great beach, amazing people. Um, if you can make it to this camp, you should definitely do it. It's uh, it's really great. And it's we'll be back next year, and we hope to see you there. So check that out at BJJinparadise.com. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I know it's been a while. Um, we got a couple more episodes coming from, from this camp. And uh, we appreciate the support, everybody. Keep fighting the good fight. Peace. And you know what? I, we've been talking about uh, movies. And you know what? I realized that we I have not seen. We did nice. I have not seen Edward Scissorhands. Oh, yeah, me neither. Ever? You haven't seen, seen Star Wait, Wars? Wait, stop! Jerry? You stop! Seen stop! Star stop. Wars? Jerry? Not one. Not any of them? Really? Yeah. You're one of the only people here that was what? alive what? when the first one was made. Jerry's never seen Star Wars. I because I thought it was bullshit. Oh. It was interfering oh. with Star Trek. Because you were you right. the only human I've ever met in my life that hasn't seen Star Wars. Honey, you could go sit with Jerry. I was just going to say, I, mean, I had well, no I wouldn't do it. Because <laughs> Jerry's on my list of people that like might I be aliens now. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> I was picked up once, but nobody believed me. Why? What do you mean? That doesn't, How? Jerry, it doesn't surprise me. What's up, brother? If that happened, it wouldn't yes, surprise me. Hold What's up, chair. Steve? Hi, welcome to Steve Ackley. He's now on the podcast. Yeah, Are we, we recording? We're doing the yeah, so we're just, you know. Say hi. Oh, say oh, hi, Steve. So here's the thing. Trickery. It's been a while, right? Here. It's been a long time. 
Should we state the it's current over here. date? We're gonna, <laughs> the date is April the 10th, I believe. The 10th, possibly. Uh, in the year of our Lord, 2019. Well, there. so we did determine that there's a new what way of today? dating. What? Uh, like, uh, actually, on, no. Myself wait, and George. So we, online? Have decided. <laughs> <laughs> right? God. That's true, too. Um, we have decided that the date will now start before... George got promoted, and then after. Oh, so we are one, one, one. Yeah, yes. basically current era after uh, George promotion. So C A G P. A G P. A G P. After George promotion. So this yes. is one, one, one after George promotion. Well, happy New Year, everybody. Yeah. Happy, 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 happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy Day One. Happy Day One. Oh yeah, and by the way, uh, Eric Bidark also also promoted to black belt. Five days ago? Six days ago? I don't know. By the man, the myth, the legend. Chris Howder. Dirty Dozen Black Belt himself, Chris Howder. Yes. I'm making faces. You can't see that, but I'm making faces. <laughs> They're so happy faces. So, <laughs> so Professor <laughs> Eric, Professor George, congratulations. <laughs> yes. So listen, I've decided that I only I will speak listen now. through Before we Joey go to Brown Belt, yeah. If you're not a Black yeah. Belt and you want to talk to me, you have to speak to Joey. You have to speak to his consigliere. Joey is my consigliere. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. I, uh, I represent George Law well, can, yeah, no, no, more, in no more all matters, foreign and domestic, Yeah. Uh, business, personal, legal. Um, you know, I cut 360 degrees of life. I take care of it for, for I think George. we should clarify, because this has been done many times uh, this week alone. Uh, I, I assume that you mean you will only speak to black belts and up. That's it. Yes, yes. that's yes. correct. Yes, that's true. Right. Yes, because that, we're as not a black in the belt. presence of just black belts. That's yes. true. Yes. That is, as a black belt now, George, you can't talk to other people. No more. No. Not gonna. Nope. The uh, most I got. I got the most unbelievable compliment this morning. I walk in all groggy because I was up with Bruce Dickinson. Nice. Um, talking about Iron Maiden. Yes, <laughs> Metalhead Steve. Yeah. Yes. Metal uh, Steve. Speak of the devil. Yes, there he is. Metal Steve. There he is. Metal so we're, Steve. We're, we're talking meta, We're talking music all last night. Metal and, Steve, welcome to the podcast. You know, I wake up over there, Metalhead Steve. I wake. I wake up. Uh, Steve wherever. Dixon has entered the room. What's up, brother? Uh, and uh, so I wander into breakfast, and Marcio. <laughs> He goes, hey, brother, check this out. He's, like, showing me this, like, quick video he's put together of the day. And it starts with the throw. <laughs> yes. Which I, and he was like, brother, this was so beautiful. And I was like, thanks, man. I was throwing a 150-pound guy. But <laughs> it did look pretty cool. Oh, what's up, buddy? Oh, Nelson wow. Grant, this guy. Yeah. It's, it's, it's possible that Nelson has been on this podcast more than any other I was telling Brad this. Jujitero. Brad's like, I think I'm winning. I was like, I'm going to go over there man. and make sure. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I just need to be on the credits. Yeah. Hedging the bets. So we just went to La Playita. Yeah. That's like the place like behind the hospital. Brad, don't go with Brad because Brad is the worst uh, navigator in history. Oh, he's terrible. He got I was like, Brad, I'm, I, do, there, I was like, he got us there. But on the way Without back, I was like, GPS. you should we stay on this road? He's like, yeah, just keep going. And then like. There's like oncoming traffic, like both ways. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is one way. He's like, back up, man, back up. <laughs> it's like, no big deal. It's like, you actually told me to drive down a one way street He's in Mexico. Like, this is Mexico. You're okay. <laughs> How are the tacos? So good. Was it they're so place? good and so kind, simple. La Playita. Uh, they're like an Alpa store and oh. they have the little trompo, the little like shawarma thing. But it's like is that the meat hot setup. tub? Damn. No, that's oh. not at all. 
And then they have the, the, the way that's tub. unique about this place wow. is they caramelize the onion, like the whole Sweet. onion. They wrap it in foil and they put it like underneath this thing and it's like on the coals and it's like candy by the time you eat it. Uh, it's like damn. so caramelized and it's like the whole thing. Sounds amazing. Nelson is the king of tacos. <laughs> he so blew my mind it's true. in Mexico City. And, and we spent three hours together and I was like, whoa, life changing. He took me to the He tapped taco. out to two taco places. Though. I did. Wow. I did. I, I understand he's a small container. Plus pastries. <laughs> Plus pastries. <laughs> it's true. I'm not going to lie. I only had eight, to, well, four tacos and four quesadillas today. And that's, that's all I had so far. It was in one sitting. Nelson, you want to pull up a chair? No. I'm like, check in. These crazy for the ladies family. just kept uh, plates of food so Nelson, over and over. Uh, I, I'm only telling you this because it will probably wound you a bit. I want you know, want to know what I had for dinner <laughs> just now. Fettuccine Alfredo. <laughs> That's weird, right? I'm so disappointed. Ever since we were, we were driving back from the zip lines, I'm like, I just want some pasta. Like I wanted, like I don't eat pasta on the regular, and I was like, I need to eat some pasta. I mean, this place does have a nice. Uh, nice. Al dente was like perfectly cooked. Ooh, the sauce was nice. It really looked good. Garlicky. But do you, do you guys try Marcia's fish? It was amazing. That was that was the greatest yeah. thing ever. That was Dude, awesome. I it was like that was awesome. I've seen cool things in my time. That's the coolest thing I've ever seen. That was awesome. How did they prepare it? Where did he go to catch this? Well, was he like just? I don't know. Just this got a the boat. Best part. Yeah, he's like on the, like the other side of the beach is like the port. So like he hired somebody to take him out, and then he was out like all day. He showed up back here. All by his lonesome. Yes. Yeah. And then he comes back on his scooter while holding a 15-pound tuna in one hand and driving the scooter with the other. Falls off the scooter. <laughs> what? Gets yes. back on the scooter. Yes. He said he fell off, so we assume he, he's a grandmaster. Yeah, he said it. Right <laughs> through that. <laughs> Cartwheel. While holding the fish. The fish had, like, no marks on it. <laughs> <laughs> and then comes Rolled. back and then uh, Topless. The, tells the guy, like, yeah, this Shirtless. is an eight-pound tuna. And the guy's like, no, nah, I think it's, like, five pounds. He's like, and he's like, Brother, play it, play it right now. <laughs> got, like, insulted. And then like, he asked the guy to cook it, and they like looked at those guys like, try my fish. <laughs> try your That's fish. Stupid. Okay. So they used, they used seared it. Uh, it was amazing. Pepper, like green sauce. Wait, that had to be amazing. It was awesome. It was so fresh. It was, it was awesome. So like the, you can't get But the fact that we turned around and Marcio is literally standing with the fish. He's holding a fish by a tail. Yeah, at like, La Barra, like everyone's straight. Like right, right there. Yeah, right here. Right here. And he's like, right here. Yeah, yeah. and then like the fish is like dripping blood. He's like, I'm sorry, I'm your floor. Like Brad's got a picture. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a picture of what's up. And it was how big? Jefe, el pescado del jefe se lo comió todo. ¿O queda? Sí, quedó ya un pedazo. There's one piece left. Comió doble oro otra vez hoy. Pero que, que, era grande el pescado, ¿cierto? Sí, siete kilos y medio. Seven and a half pounds, fifteen pounds. He lost 15 pounds. Yeah, that's the other thing, too. He's like, I don't understand how he got it. It's out of season. The, like, the season is it like, shouldn't be there. Oh, yeah, it shouldn't be there. I was like, he's magical. He's building the water. Yeah, yeah, Whoop that fish things. out. That's what happens right. black belt. Yeah. You catch Red things, and white belt. You catch things out of season. You can just put your finger in the water. and Laws of nature don't apply to you. See? Oh, it was awesome. Last year with Mercy. It was like, You guys brought him down. Yeah, we it was, it was like, you guys' fault. Maybe we have a case of work, right? No, yeah, yeah, it's the last call. Because all I want to do is catch all those mackerels. Oh, we should get one of those mango mezcals. Yeah, we caught that. Ah, yes. Better get them. Sir, sir, sir. Me. Killer Wit's coming on. 
She's also up there on the number of she's appearances. She's up there. Lori Wittler. Mezcal. Oh, it's a tradition oh, here at La Colonia Hotel Santa Fe. Oh, you know what? Bring me a mezcal. Yeah, just mezcal. Uh, I like your dress. Jay Mansfield. Well, there's yes, everybody at the camps yes, on the podcast. Yeah, we can try to hit everybody. Have you? Would be, no, we should. That would be <laughs> we hilarious. Should. But, um, I think we're pretty close. Do you have a, I'll determine who you talk to first. Do you have a question? Uh, no. What, what you oh, come, oh, you're talking about the throw. Well, it, so he was very complimentary of the throw. But I got to tell you, dude, you this has been in play. Your, you, your, your you promotion to Fashion Prada has been in motion no, for like... Clarify that, yes. yes. I don't know. Command. Eight weeks? And then George. At, at least two months. If it gets there. I, I, I discussed with our consigliere. That's a waste of your breath. Coach oh. James DeLuca. Oh. And said, like, this is how I feel. Like, what do you think about my decision? And he was like, I am 100% for it. Yeah. Unfortunately, he was going to try to get here for this. Dude, that would have been un- And uh, he was not able to kind of work it out because of the work schedule and everything like that. But I want you to know this was not something that was undertaken lightly. And this was the best one yet. I thought you saw the black belt when you got to the airport. Well, I'll pick one of those. <laughs> <laughs> I was at a gift shop and I'm like, I'll buy it. Maybe I'll wear it. And I'm like, you know what? It doesn't really fit. I'm like, I'll just give it to George. He's a small container. He's a small yeah, guy. Small <laughs> container. That's great. I dude. saw that store in the airport. In right, Puerto selling small container store. Yeah. Yes, that nice. one too. I am kind of jealous of the belt, though. It's a nice belt. I might have to order one. It's a nice. dope belt. What brand? Uh, what's it called? Kintaro. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It's a nice belt. It's, yeah. uh, talk to. I'm not positive it's a Kintaro. Talk to Nate, but no, those are nice belts. He buys them like all custom made and stuff. That's I had the, no idea. I had no it's idea. Awesome. Yeah. Nobody knew. Right. Nobody knew. Like, uh, I told, I obviously told, I talked to Coiler about it. <laughs> um, I told Brad, because I was like, hey, I'm going to do this at your camp. Is that okay? He said, yes. Uh, I talked to Coach about it, and I spilled the beans to Eric Bidar because I couldn't help myself. He I had to tell somebody. Wreck. <laughs> it was so cute. <laughs> Before he goes out to give it to you, I give him a hug. I was like, Jay, you're doing great. Uh, you can do this. Um, I will, uh, I'll tell you something very interesting. I don't even know if you noticed this. Um, the day I asked my wife to marry me, I like woke up and she had no idea either. And I woke up like some, uh, some absurd time of the day and she's like, Liz rolls over. She's like, you're awake. And I was like all nervous all day. And she was like, are you Okay. And like we're walking to the spot I picked out, she's like, "Can you slow down? Like, where? What is the like? What is going on with you?" And uh, and obviously that's why. And I woke up at like four a.m. yesterday, and I'm like, I'm like sitting there just like thinking to myself, like couldn't fall back to sleep. I was just up. Are we married now? What's that? I'm gonna ask George to marry me. You better believe it. I'm gonna propose. I mean, we have to consummate this thing. But (laughs) (laughs) you go get the belt. Since like I'm late to the show and everything. Sure. Is he your first black belt? He's my second black belt. Is your favorite black belt? Oh, <laughs> this is like my brother is number one. You know, you know, you know, my boy. You know, I can I can easily answer this. Um, they're so very different. Um, you know, we talked about like the qualities of a black belt. Like, well, well, you know what I mean. Devin is. Um, he's got his own school, but. Um, I would say largely Devin is like an individual contributor to the sport. 
like his technique is is ridiculous. He competes and proves it on you know over and over and over and over and over again. You know what I mean? And he's at such a high technical level. You know what I mean? That Devin had, had you know, and George is also at a very very high technical level. Um, but George approaches jujitsu completely different from Devin. They're like you're the most different than the two human beings and their approach and their and their embracing of jujitsu could be. George is a I have to share jujitsu with the world. I love this thing and it changed my life. And I like I will bring it to your doorstep if I need to, and I'll drive like across the country, across the world. Like I will do whatever it takes to bring jujitsu into your life because it brings me joy, and it will do that for you. Like the whole remember that remember the 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 fire department in New York thing and the and yes. the NYPD. I was like so crushed that I wasn't there to like experience these things with George. And so like I think of all the ways that George has changed me. Jiu-jitsu wise, Corey Gracie's on the stage, ladies and gentlemen. Corey Gracie has a new podcast. I do. Let's plug it. Oh, oh, you got a new podcast? Yeah, What's it called? Does. It's called just jujitsu. Nice. Nice. nice and simple. It's the opposite <laughs> of this one. It actually will help you with your jujitsu. This one may hurt. So, guys, the man, the myth, the legend has started oh, a podcast, just jujitsu. Coiler Gracie, make sure to go check that out. Download it. Like you can. Listen to a decent podcast for a change. So my, my, my two cents in, guys, I got to see George ah. get his black belt this week, and I'm sure that's what you guys were talking about. It was a really cool moment, both for, for George, of course, you know, he's a human, but also for, for Jay. You know, it works on both sides. It's not just it's not just George, you know, it's also Jay creating George, and George taking on to Jay. So congratulations to both of you Thanks, guys. Brother. Thanks very much. Brother. Yeah. 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 Well I feel like it was a whole, like, community. They created right. me. That's what all of you. Is, right? Right. <laughs> it's all your fault. So let's, can I just say about Devin Powell? He's yeah. like my favorite person in the whole entire He's universe. my brother. Like, really. Like, I love that man. Love um, okay, yeah. yeah, he's the bat. Like, he's my... I do like Devin better now. That yeah, he's so much better. <laughs> he's taller, too. Yeah. He's not and easy he's looking as me. I he's bet taller. you got any more tacos than George. Right. No and way. I, and if I was prepared you. for that, I could have uh, ate more. I ate a scorpion and grasshoppers you before the lunch? tacos. What did you eat for lunch before you came on that What Before what? Man, oh, man. Oh, that's embarrassing. So, we get, we, <laughs> it was almost as bad as Jay Mansfield eating... Um, Fettuccine Alfredo and Puerto's. Yeah, we got to the hotel in Mexico City. We stayed at the Hilton. And so we were all hungry, and we're like, Andrea, what do you want to eat? She's like, chilies. I was like, chilies? Sure. <laughs> yeah. I was like, all right. So I had like. What a world traveler she is. Yeah, chicken. I think I had chicken fingers. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. I had like chicken fingers. Chicken fingers in Mexico City. Uh, yeah. In the, in the airport. That's worse oh, than yeah. Yeah, 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 That's way worse, dude. Yeah. That's way worse. Well, that's why I. Yeah, that's You can go right down them stairs and find some nice little tacos. Oh, I'm sure. Excuse Listen, me. I went to oh, I went to some place with Nelson. Direct, and they, oh, George, you geez. can't break the rule either, George. To, yeah. Professor, listen, you have to, George Law. You have to go of through the consigliere. Listen, man. Listen, bro. There's lines of communique, dude. You can't break it either, George. There'll be no it's living true. with him now. No, li- uh, not at all. So also awesome though was my friend Aaron. So what's Bidard your question, Jerry? Getting his black belt. Okay, George, there's a spot you can go down the stairs. You can get some good food besides chicken fingers. That's what Jerry's going to say to you. Thank you. Roger. Yes. You're just smell your questions in writing. We have an email address. You can GPS send us the it, email bro. address. It's uh, it's Great Northeast Podcast. If you like, send him to Joey Carter though, right now. He's filtering the mail. No, I don't want to deal with that. Send that. Send that right to George. 
Dot M E. Yeah, I draw like some serious dots. Eric Bydark got his black belt. Yes, he did. So, Eric, in all seriousness, you've been like skirting this issue for a few days now, and you didn't. And you knew it was going to happen. You didn't like. We found out like. 45 minutes before you showed up that you got My wife told got, me you got promoted to black belt. <laughs> it's embarrassing. He's like, Joey, do you know Eric got promoted to black belt? I was like, no. You didn't? He, I'm like, he, no, I didn't. He let it slip to me. He's like, I got to go see uh, Potter real quick for something special. I was like, what? <laughs> was like, uh, I was like, do you want to like, so you, uh, you confided in one person, too. I tried not to. Dude, <laughs> man, that, it's like, I was like, you need to be there? <laughs> yeah, he texted me like a while back if I make it out to, like, out hey, out to LA. with you to LA with me on the way over? Yeah, so uh, Chris texted me a couple months ago and was like, hey, when are you going to show up and, you know, hang Too out and watch some YouTube videos and let me wrap this new belt around your way? That sounds creepy. And I was like, well, why would you text me that in the first place? Second of all, uh, maybe let's see how this MRI turns out. And if I can move my arm, then that would be cool. And so in December, I got my MRI. And uh, they told me I had torn rotator or torn partial tears all over my rotator cuff and my upper and lower labrum. I couldn't use my arm for a while. Kind of thought I was done with oh jujitsu oh. because oh. my arm didn't work. So I didn't really want to be like, uh, hey, if out. I can make my flight out there, then maybe I can do that and then come to the camp. So I just kept it on the DL until my arm worked and then. Uh, I had already not told everybody for so long that I was like, oh, well, I just might as well show up at the camp with my belt. And we'll see how that goes. That's how what happened to your arm? Well, he did ask me to go out. Uh, lifetime oh, yeah. wrestling. Yeah, pretty much. You know those guys that when they get on your leg, you cannot get them off. You can't cross-face them off. You can turn their arms upside down and twist them. That was me. So it was years of just that kind of abuse. And then this... Pajama dancing nonsense isn't good for you. Uh, what did you refer? What did you call it today? Portuguese ground karate? I, I don't know what no, you're really talking about. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been cool if I could have made it out there with you. Yeah, well. <laughs> let me ask you. Let me ask you this in all seriousness, and it sounds like a uh, like a lame question. What does the black belt mean to you? Oh God. Uh, Not an easy question to answer. I don't. So there's the martial aspect. Execution of moves, the proper teaching of the techniques is a very large aspect. But with any martial sport, especially one based where this one comes from, I always like to think about where this comes from. And it comes from the Bushido. You know, like the Book of Five Rings, when we talk about oh, shit. what makes a martial artist, I'm always in pursuit of the way. So I the way. I make yogurt, I crochet, I fight people, I do math and science. You save Donnie. I save Donnie. <laughs> I save <laughs> turtles. We fight seagulls. Right. All trying to find the way so I can give that to everyone that I find. Whether it's jujitsu or not. Yeah, because life without a way isn't life. I'm sorry to get all creepy there for a minute. Listen, that's a cut, man. Podcast ain't getting better. Right. So <laughs> don't start off. Yes, sir. What do you think? What, what's about being a black belt? Yeah. Well, you know, I, I obviously agree with Eric. 
you know, you, it, there's a, obviously a high level of technical ability that needs to be demonstrated. Um, not just that, you need to, I was talking with Chris on the way to training today about teaching. And he said he teaches one day a week at your school. And I was like, when you teach jujitsu, or really teach anything for that matter, you have to understand it on another level. Because you need to understand the hows, the whys, the whats, the whens, the wheres, everything. And you need to be able to explain it. So it helps you understand and learn the movement that much more better because you have to understand it in so much more, so many more dimensions. So putting that to the side, right? How are you as a human being, right? How do you treat other people? How do you treat your students? Uh, you know, yeah. loved ones. I mean, just are how, are you a good person? You know, um, I think jujitsu helps you with that, and you probably learn the lesson. By the time you get to a black belt, because you've had your butt kicked so hard so many times, it, it just builds a good, healthy respect, you know. And as far as finding the way, uh, honey, do you have any money? <laughs> oh, cool, thank you. Um, <laughs> he was so nice up to that point. <laughs> <laughs> Joey Carter right. tried to settle a, a check here. Right. Here we go. Uh, it was finding as far in the way, man. I believe in that 110%. You know what I mean? You're trying to find... You're just trying to find the way, man. Just be super, just on point, you know? Like, Eric likes to crochet. I don't do that. I don't have the patience. <laughs> I read. I read a whole lot. I like to hike. Crochet, uh, circular weave. Yeah. Whatever. That's we can't get in the round loom closer to crocheting than weaving discussion again. No. Oh, Eric. No, it'd be cool. Kind of go around the horn on this and yeah. different ideas. Yeah, do it. You know, you, you, you average that out and probably both you get somewhere close to the truth. Right. Right. Um, yeah. For me, uh, obviously, like, like we, we've all kind of referenced that technical beginning, right? I think it's like a prereq. Like, let's just assume the technique is there. You know what I mean? The ability to kind of navigate jujitsu is there. Like, those intangibles that manifest themselves in, in each person a little bit different way. I think is what, like, Nelson is going to be different than me in the way that he teaches and he approaches things. You're going to be different than me. You're going to be different. Like, we're all kind of, we're different human beings. So, like, our emotion is different. Our approach to the way our brains work is different. So, like, as a teaching style. Cheers, brother. As an example, like, we're going to. Cheers. 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 Cheers, guys. Salud. 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 You know, but. It doesn't mean one way is better than the other way, but as long as we're as we become custodians of the art, you know what I mean. We are preservers of what of of what is real and what is true. And as long as we're doing that, and the prereqs are there. Yeah. I hate to tell you this, but you're next. <laughs> no, this passes. <laughs> you sure? Because that would be an interesting perspective. It would be. Um. Wow. Um. I think um, I think this year's really kind of the first time I've ever really thought about it. And then Nate Jay was talking with Croiler about you know what um, the demarcations on belts mean now versus when his grandfather was um, being promoted and um, <laughs> that's a good point. Um, <laughs> Just like sort of standards and, and what those stripes meant and what the red bar meant and all that. 
Um, but that is a good point. One of the things that Croyler said, um, that if you couldn't swim, you wouldn't get a black belt. Because if you couldn't defend yourself, because the planet was 70% water, and if you could only defend yourself on land, you were at a disadvantage. So Elio wouldn't give you a black belt if you couldn't swim. And, you know, having grown up lifeguarding, <laughs> you can't swim, dude. You can't do jiu-jitsu, dude. Right. If you drown, you drown. You can't do jiu-jitsu. Good point. Did you guys see that one and a half foot wingspan fruit bat? Yeah, did you see that thing? Yeah. That was huge. Yeah, nobody really looked up. I thought I was, I thought I was hallucinating. Yeah, I'm a little hot in the top lane when it comes <laughs> that to that thing. That was Greg Wood. Oh, Greg's here. That was Greg Wood. Greg's here. By the way, I mentioned it earlier. Like, if you guys think that Greg Wood is a vampire. Like Devin Powell is the ultimate <laughs> hipster vampire. Like, <laughs> you would get oh, oh, oh my second name is Don. That's that's freaky. By the way, this is really interesting. That's twice. That's twice awesome. that we've done it. Wow, uh, <laughs> seven people. <laughs> one, yeah, that was uncanny. One that one one that uh, Metal Steve, aka Bruce Dickinson, appeared. <laughs> One with Greg Wood. Totally. And last year, we were sitting around this table with Coiler, and we started telling stories about Marcio, Marcio. and Marcio just showed up. Yeah. That's the power. Yeah. I feel like this is our, like, conjuring circle. You can do things things like that now, Greg. Your bat just flew through, your bat form, Uh and then... And you came out of the shadow. Impressive. Uh, You came out of the dark. In front of you guys. Impressive, though. (laughs) I applaud you, sir. (laughs) Yeah, I'm naked when I change. I to find clothes. Yeah. Are those like flannel lined jeans? A little chilly? Yeah. yeah so so funny story. <laughs> I offer <laughs> him so a wool socks <laughs> and Birkenstocks. Uh, I offer him a very thin, smartful. very nice white t shirt because it's so hot out, right? Right. It's very nice. Offer him <laughs> he's like, doesn't nah, really go. It's <laughs> <laughs> not my style. Flashes with my sparkle. It was so much lighter than that one. Skin. He wouldn't be dying, but it's okay. He's a vampire. Okay. So, Mr. Griggs, yes, what's sir. a black belt mean to you? I don't know. I'm not there. You can I have an opinion of what you view it as. I view it as somebody who, if they care about what they're doing, they make it fun. Uh, they make it interesting to you. You make it interesting to them. Kind of. Teaching and got them along and stuff. Get them off the streets, get them off the doing things, get their mind out of Sounds like your sex life. It is. I mean, I don't have one. Get off the streets. <laughs> it's like get off the streets. <laughs> make it fun for them, make well, it like fun for you. Like a black belt, I don't have one. Teach them some stuff. Oh, Greg Woods. Yes. I'm trying to be nice because I kind of got the over Right. I mean, and that. Well, you know what not to be. Yeah, that's which is I know what very important. Be, so I'm exactly what I'm looking for. Exactly, yeah. right? So that's, you know, there's value. I like there's it. Pain, but there's so, value. I don't know. It's you're good with people. You leave your feelings off the mat. You don't come in pissed off, and just because you're you had a bad day, you take it out on your students or your kids that are in there it's training. It's fun sometimes. I mean, you just you got to go in there with an even keel. They're looking. Them kids are looking up to you, and the majority of you guys are students. Your kids, right? Well, that's true for me. Yeah. I mean, am I wrong? Yeah, right, I mean, I, 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 I do think that you can't carry your, your personal emotions onto the mat. Yeah. If you do that, I, I kind of want to cut my opinion anymore on this. If you carry your emotions onto the mat, you, you don't. I'm, I'm getting emotions because I'm pissed off about it. And which is which is fine. Like you know what I mean. Not every experience in jujitsu is a fruitful one. Yeah. Oh, Jerry, I've experienced some pretty bad <laughs> situations. Oh, I believe it. 
I mean, you do anything. You do anything for long enough. Unfortunately, it's, it's yeah, just going to happen. You know, what I mean, there's no, there's nothing you can do about it. You know, it's just yeah. like any other thing you do in life. If you do something for long enough, there's going to be good times. There's going to be bad times. You know, and I understand 110 percent what you're saying. That's why I'm under Marcio. Yeah. And we talked about it, and that was and Jennifer will tell you that was one of the hardest things I ever had to do was. Well, eight years. Joey, I thought Leave you were, a guy after I, 10 years. I thought you were thinking about guys. becoming a Calterra black belt. Oh, boy. Do what? Oh, here we go. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to stop talking. Because I know that... Is that Christopher Yeah. yeah. Stop talking. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was thinking about that. Okay. I want to make the leap. That make the jump, Bruce Dickinson. It's Mozzie. Bruce Dickinson. I don't know where that came from. I love it though, because you he look is. like a Bruce Dickinson. Do I? I don't know, I'll, dude. I'll because he's awesome. awesome. Well, he is and you're awesome. awesome. He is awesome. Okay. I'll take the Adventures take of Bruce Dickinson. <laughs> it's a good, good word. I don't know where I can get conversation. Um, I'm just a lowly musician and a lowly two strike from the but there was a conversation me and Carla had not long ago about. Uh, Getting the red bar on the purple belt so I can leave classes, and how that would be more to me than going up to Brown and just having that. I feel like that knowledge, being able to pass that on. Not, I mean, obviously not black belt. There's a big fucking bat in there. Nedjo, watch that. Wow. Watch that big bat yours, bro. <laughs> black belt reflexes. Yeah. 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 See that, George? You can beat a bat as a black belt. Yes. Now it's in you. Now it's in you. I see Because you can do it. That's they got the powers. Yeah, right. You could literally do it. Sorry. But that's what you said. So. What else adds to the super? I think for a long time as I was coming up, like I wanted to get the black belt just for the competition aspect. I wanted to compete at a you know highest level. I just looked at it uh, like I was part of Alliance and like five of jealous fans and whatever. He had a black belt around me. Right. Welcome to Formula One. Right. Right. And I like that was it for me. But then like you know I realized that it's so much more than that. And it's not just about you being a good competitor. It's like are you helping the white belts? Are you like making the sport better? Are you helping the community? Are you helping your community? Or are you just so single-minded about competition and all you're doing is just crushing all the poor white bells and blue bells and purple bells across your right. back but you like don't make anybody better right? yeah are you being selfish or are you taking the time to walk the new guy through the drills are you taking the time to help the, the blue bell that doesn't get the move you know are you helping out your larger community you know right so the, for a black belt for me it's just it's not there we talked about the prerequisite it's like yes there needs to be a certain level of technique but that's not all. And some of my favorite black belts don't have Mr. World title or this number of world titles attached to them. Sure. So I think we get, we get, not we, but because I think everybody around this room is awesome. And then that's why I took three flights to get here and hang out with you guys for a week because I love all of you and you're my kind of people. And, but the larger community sometimes gets lost in that. And they're just chasing, they want to be, and there's a lot of hero worship when it comes to black belts because yeah. X number of pet titles, world titles, whatever, but at the end of the day, are they a good person? Are they going to treat you right? You know? It's are a crazy gonna... time in jiu-jitsu, right? Like it is with a crazy that, time that hero worship, those... Yes. And then, like, these people, these 
this, like, we're not equals anymore. Right. It's like, I'm a black belt, I'm speaking, everybody has to be quiet. He's like, yeah, sorry, he's like, yeah, if you're teaching, I get it, but, like, when we leave the room, dude, it's like, come on, man, we have no geese on, there's no, no belts. That we're, we're just... It's like, yeah. And I have bad experiences, just like anybody, and, like, we, we talked about it, it's like, you know, being a black belt does not make you a good person. And like that gets lost, and it bothers me. It it, it bothers me too. Like I, I've said it a million times. Like what? Like you hit the nail on the head with, on something that's so important to me. It's like they think students sometimes think that because you're a black belt, it, it extends beyond jujitsu, and it does to some extent. We're like we figured some things about. By the time you get the black belt, you figured some things out about life, but they're like. You know, oh, hey, uh, you know, so I got in this argument with my girlfriend about this and that. Like, what do you think I should do? Like, bro, like, that, I'm like white belt three stripes in this area. Like, like we take the gi off, we take the belt off, we're just human beings. You might know more about this topic than I do. Like, like I don't know. Like, we spend a lot of time visiting our friends, uh, like, Scandinavian countries, like Norway, Korea, and then they really appreciate when we go there and we teach jiu-jitsu because we just teach jiu-jitsu and hang out with them like we're equals and that like Scandinavian countries that's very big like the not like a lot of like like very Brazilian Valley school about loyalty and honor and like, respect and like you know putting the teacher on a pedestal it doesn't fly over there so like I'm going to this club and then like these guys have like double PhD in like religious studies and philosophy and then some Brazilian guy comes to teach jiu-jitsu and then he wants to sit around and philosophize after the seminar about the meaning of life through jiu-jitsu for half an hour and these guys are like dude we wanted to win an arm for you <laughs> <laughs> it's like what are we doing here right you know so at the, at the end of the day is we get that skill level needs to be met are you a good person and what are you doing for your community with the jiu-jitsu community at large with your town with your school whatever but that needs to be part of the conversation and you know what's crazy is you hit on it wasn't the most important topic because like you hit on a lot of like really key pieces but earlier you were talking about like how you treat white belts and blue belts and purple belts like you roll with these people a little bit differently especially like we're not small people you and me um and you more than me but yes I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I don't know which one I would rather take. I am an I do wear an A2 or an A2 yeah, okay, so. Um, check labels, check labels. <laughs> but uh, with, like, leaving, like, after you came and visited and you trained, you know what I mean? Um, the impressions that people got were, like, really interesting. Everything was super positive. Everyone's, like, super, super technical. Both of you were. Like, everyone loved training with you guys. Like, the attitude was awesome. They were, like, bring these people back and make them train. But the white belts were, like, Nelson was so gentle. And the blue belts were like, yeah, he was like, he was like, you know, really smooth and crisp. And the purple belts were like, they, he murdered me. <laughs> he murdered me. Like, yeah. I, I try, I, I, and, and it's, and it's the appropriate step up of level of technique. Like when a person gets a purple belt, it's like, sorry, you've earned the, the you've earned the right to get your ass kicked yeah. because that's what you need to get better. And it's like, I think you have a, a, such an accurate, um, estimation of what students need as far as feedback when they're training. I, like, I keyed in on that when you're talking about it. Like, everything you said was awesome, but that specifically, like, I got feedback from my students about you specifically about that. Uh, I would like to ask why you mugged me and took my lunch money. <laughs> I 
Steve Ackley, what do you got to say about it? Well, uh, I'm uh, I'm just a blue belt, uh, so I've only been training about two years, two and a half years. But uh, I'd say uh, I mean, black belt has to be a good leader. Beyond being a good instructor, be a good leader on and off the mat. That's all I got. Good. All this down, George. Yeah, I'm taking notes, <laughs> trying to, you know, like, oof. Yeah, George, just as long as you're all these things, you can just go ahead and keep that. Oh, Greg Wood got something to say. He's been doing jujitsu for well, over 20 Greg's years. Greg's going to be like, you got to be able to turn yourself into a dark bird and fly through the sky. <laughs> and there's Is that a dark bird to you? Is that a crow? It's a night bird. bird. A dark night, a night bird. bird. Isn't that a, that's a, isn't night that a Bob Seger song? Yeah. yeah. Night, <laughs> night bird. The no. night bird. <laughs> Look at that night bird. I'm going to stop talking now. Are they blind, too? I like a blind, I'll take dark. Night, the night bird? Dark night. What is it? Dark night, 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 night bird. The night bird. Yeah. Night bird. Not quite Dracula. It's the dark night bird. Dark night So black belt meaning? Is that the... Yeah. So... um. When I think about it, I think about who my, you know, my teacher is or who my, my teachers have been because that's where I would have gotten any idea about that. I didn't, so when we started, maybe when you started too, but when we started, there wasn't a lot of, unless you were chasing on VHS tapes, you weren't watching a lot of black belts roll. So no, black belts were mythical god creatures that you maybe met and blue belts were black belts, would be black belts in any other art. And that's like what we saw as you So that, that was my like first impression of black belts. But, um, you know, and then, and then, uh, but as, as we've been talking, and especially with a couple of things that a couple of you guys have said, um, uh, you know, Jerry, uh, you included, and Nelson and Steve, um, you know, Pedro Sauer, uh, who's my instructor now, is really is really known to be a gentleman and a, like a really good guy, like do good things for other people off the mat, like all the time. He just is is very kind. You know, I've I've told and retold this story because it's like the the example I always go back to in my mind. But you know, he was visiting Connecticut, teaching a seminar, um, and they went for lunch. And he's this you know uh, guy who travels all over the world teaching, and he's you know super respected when he walks in the room. Um, but they were in a line of cars, and people were honking, and nobody knew what was going on. And it was a guy's car had broken down. Pedro Sauer like got out of the car and then walked up the line of cars and helped the guy push the car to the gas station. I mean, he's just He's just a good guy, and he's the kind of guy that you want. He's the kind, he's the kind of mentor um, and leader that you like want to look up. He's the kind of guy you want to look up to. So, like, you know, I, I, I uh, at the risk of sounding cheesy, but I think I don't think I will, given the previous comments. Um, wow! <laughs> no, because we're serious. We're being serious. I mean, like, it, it is black belt off the mat. You know, like, not meaning you're an expert in everything because you're black belt, uh, which I agree with you. Greg just called you cheesy, Nelson. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but I think like uh, see you tomorrow morning. Yeah, I think there's a way to. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord! I ask myself all the time, like you know, is this uh, is this what uh, a black belt? Is this what my instructor would do in this situation? Just because he's an all around good guy, good mentor, and that's the kind of like I would love for my students to like think of me or whatever as as that kind of thing. So I try to be it. Oh, you know, I, I could tell you. I could tell you straight up, Greg. They do. Trust me. That I'm an okay dude. Trust me. Right, so they, I'm not just a dark. One bird. of my best friends is one. One <laughs> of my best. My dark night bird. My <laughs> best friend is one of Greg's students because I got my buddy Nikki into jujitsu, um, and he's drinking the Kool Aid hardcore, dude. And <laughs> I got a little uh, Greg yeah, Wood right. right now too. 
Did you just say? <laughs> oh my god! I have the little Greg Wood right now too. Wow. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I expect nothing less, but no. I'm gonna make it so awkward. <laughs> 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 oh, I had to come back around to pushing cars. We were getting out of the car after practice yesterday, and there was like three Mexican fellas pushing a car. And somebody, and they were barely moving this thing. <laughs> and then a big old Pennsylvania boy over here just got behind it. You just hear like, his little feet, he's going, da, 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 and all of a sudden his car is moving, and it's not starting, and it's not starting, and he looks back, he's like, Nelson, how you say flooded in Mexican? <laughs> <laughs> I can smell the carburetor was flooded. We're pushing that thing, Eric. and those two little Mexican Eric, guys, they look over said, like, <laughs> Eric, you said the F word? Oh, shh. I'm not on the boat, it's okay. Right? No, not on the boat. Right. Yeah, we talked about the flooding word, but. Yeah. yeah. What is the other, what is the other terminology? A controlled seawater leak? You're not worried about that. That's just a little water coming in the boat. Happens all the time. So, Greg, yes. Everybody at your school definitely appreciates definitely appreciates what you do there, for sure. Thanks, I can tell you that firsthand, because I hear it. Trust me. Awesome. So, and I'll say, I'll, I'll say I think you're, you're an amazing black boy. You taught me a lot. Like, I've been concentrating on my double underpassing. For like the last year, based on what you taught last year, yeah. like oh, I've just been like, like dude, I do that so much. I do it so much. I do it so much, that. and people are just like, I can't move. I do it because it's such a fun spot. It's but great. you can't do. You shit. can't go anywhere. <laughs> I do. I do it all the time. Yeah, neener neener jitsu is a yeah, special. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. But I will. I will say when I get overzealous and I hang out there for too long, bad things happen. Yeah. But, but that, but that pass, I've been like concentrating on that pass over, over the last year because there were such solid, fundamental techniques that oh, work. Yeah. Simple. And they're strong and they work against Super everybody, simple. like especially big guys. Your passes work against big people. Like at Port City, we have some really big guys, oh, like two seventy. That's horrible. You know what <laughs> I mean? <laughs> That's like that's just the, you should kick them out. But you can, but you can double yeah. up on the legs, and once the hips lift, you can get underneath and not linking the hands. Like we were talking, I was asking all kinds of questions. Cause, you know, <laughs> just you're a high level black belt man, and like your your method of te- like even to me, like you're teaching me techniques, and like as a black belt, you're teaching me techniques in a way that I can absorb that like very quickly. And I was I'm as always I'm very impressed by your technique. Before we yes, ask sir. George here. Hillary, what's your uh, what's your take on? But come back well, over here. Yeah. Uh, Try to sneak out of the queen panda. What's your? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you guys right? yeah. It's way in. less awkward. What is your? What is your? Thought? Get over here, by Eric. Yeah, back by Add a little tension. No, anyway, um, I guess it's my feelings can really relate to what each and every one of you said. Um, for me, it, it's actually kind of changed. Like I remember being like how I was before I got the black belt and just kind of like going through the motions like this is going to be the end game and like these are all my peers I mean like, these are my peers here and then these are all my heroes up here with black belt you know and um just sometimes thinking oh maybe I'll never get there because I wanted to quit so many times but then you don't and then you get there and then all of a sudden it starts to feel right and you just want to be that example like you still always want to be learning but you still realize like 
all these other people now they're coming to you with questions they're looking at you like on the mat off the mat like you're being a leader and I just sometimes I'm just like I don't want it I don't deserve it and then other days I'm just like I want to give people like the best experience I can give them if I don't know the answer I will find the answer for you and just knowing that all the times I wanted to quit and so glad I didn't I wanted that for everyone else too that is like the most amazingly honest answer because how many like we're in this position all the time like black belts around the room anyway like actually any belt like like I, I referred to even me as like when we're talking about like your students versus like me when you're teaching me but we've realized at the black belt level be like god i have so much to learn <laughs> and it's like you White like trust belt. me like you guys will see this someday like I thought I was such hot shit when I was a purple belt. And about a year into black belt, I'm like, God damn, I got to get my learn on. I suck. Like, this is really bad. And that, I mean, that uncertain, that, that, that comfortability with uncertainty, be like, yeah, you're going to ask me questions sometimes that I, I'm not perfect. I don't know all the answers. Like, sometimes it's like, hey, man, let's workshop it. Or, like, let me do some research. I mean, like, yeah. we, none of us know every single technique. Yeah. We have you know a real I mean? fun game going right now. Uh, someone will ask Greg Wood a question, and I'll walk away, and we'll see what Greg Wood organically comes up with as his answer. Bite them on the neck, and then when I come, <laughs> when I come back, and then they ask me, and, and I work through that same situation, and we Take see them what down. I do. And then Nelson came over with the same guy, did the whole series completely different. While holding a baby, while <laughs> holding a baby, pro yes. level, uh, my so, wife. Completely different. You got to get on this too. Mm-hmm. You've been, you've been, don't think I forgot. You've been married to me for. <laughs> I'm invisible. I know. Like, good no, you got to talk. Like, you you give me 30 watch. seconds. Mrs. If I Carter, have talk, you have to talk. Mrs. Carter <laughs> is, is, is on the mic. What do you think about the black belt? What is it? What is it? What does your husband mean? So when I first met Joey, he was a brown belt. <laughs> Already a badass brown belt. <laughs> actually, I was hoping she'd be like, actually, "I knew Joey when he was a white belt." When I first met, bitch. When I first talked to Jen, <laughs> I was I won Abu Dhabi at Brown, but I was super excited. So I, never, I didn't really care about absolute. It's a horrible story. I didn't really care about absolute, <laughs> so I was super happy. So I never like tried to get the ticket. So she's like, "Yo, you called me and like left me a voicemail, like, yo, I'm awesome.'" <laughs> she's like, "You were so happy and everything." And, yeah. I decided I don't care what you think about black girls. Okay, awesome. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so that's what that's when we first. That was like the first jujitsu experience with me. So he was a brown belt. Yep, he was a brown belt, and I didn't know much about jujitsu. Um, so he convinced me to try it. <laughs> you said you would try it. You said you would try it. Which I'm glad I did. So when you talk about it all the time, you know, you live and breathe it 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I kind of know what you're talking about. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I know for him, it's just his heart. Like, it's just who he is. So Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, That is it. That's it. (laughs) You know, I was thinking when, what I took from... uh, what I took from, I feel this from Joey as a black belt and what I took from one of the things I noticed in your answer Hillary was like the want to help and I think the, the thing being a black belt is like having just had something like 
is like a person who just had their coffee paid for or somebody who just had something karmically like really go well for them who just now like really feels this like desire to do something equally great well, for the us, people Greg, around I mean, we've us. known each other for how long now yeah i mean the jujitsu so, community yeah. like when the crazy thing about jujitsu in connecticut was when Greg was like the first bunch of guys in Connecticut doing BJJ. Me and my buddy Eric Lindell and Frank Latina and this my uh, our coach uh, Elias Rivera, we were the first MMA guys in Connecticut. Like so I didn't even know about them. I had no clue about jiu-jitsu. All I knew about I knew there was three MMA schools in Connecticut. There was Dog Pound, Savage and um, Strike Zone. And that was it. And I started out in MMA for 4 years. So I was a professional MMA fighter before I discovered jiu-jitsu. In 06, when I discovered when I got hired by Corrections and really couldn't fight MMA anymore because if you're fighting MMA, that's what you do. You don't do anything else. You know? Sure. You know, if you're fighting MMA, you fight that's MMA and that's your job. Or you don't do it anymore because you're wasting your time. You're gonna get hurt. Um, Are you like working in a post office for yeah. like four hours a day? I wish you yeah. could just take a video still of your nose as you're. <laughs> <laughs> Before so, discovered yeah. jujitsu, like I probably met Greg, I think, and probably I don't know, 08 maybe. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, so 2009. Yeah, it's been Shit's ten years shit. we've been together. Definitely. So I mean, if Greg calls me up or texts text me, hey man, you know, can I'm going to Brazil for a week? Can you cover? You mind cover? Yeah, dude, I'm there, dude. Tell me what days. What you? What are you covering? Is it gi? No gi, dude. I'm there. Yeah, the sure. want to help. You know, just let the yeah. have somebody there open the door for me, dude. I, I'll be there for four hours. It doesn't matter. I'll help you out. Absolutely. And that's sure. part of it. That's part of it too for each other. You know what I mean? Like we lot, we this group especially, we can rely on each other. And that's not just black belts. That's like everybody here. Like we got a little, we got a pretty tight crew. family. Yeah, man. Here. Well, I mean, we we experience things on the mat that other people don't experience. Like if know? I get a call from Joey Card, I'd be like, "Hey, man, uh, I'm like out of options, and I need someone to teach class for me for like three days this week." And I'm like, "I'll figure it out, bro. I'll be there." Like, and mind you, Jay lives in New Hampshire. I live in Connecticut. Just call me. I don't have a job. Yeah, nobody's going to call <laughs> I have you. to bring my dog, though. So. Dude, you got your black belt like yesterday. Nobody's calling <laughs> We're still waiting <laughs> for the invite to the party. It's still house. one, one, one. Dude, yeah, what's up? A-G-G. We were supposed to come down and do like a little invasion in your, in your new little place. And yeah, we talked about exactly a year off ago. So, a year ago. We and then you reappeared a black belt in Virginia. What's going on? Way closer. So let's do that. I got one of those huge Traeger smokers. We'll sacrifice animals oh, to the yeah. gods mm-hmm. and devour them. Dude, don't talk about that. Sure, gotta be. like ten black belts show up. Greg's like, hey, man, oh, I'm, hey, sorry. Man. I'm sorry, Craig. <laughs> uh, I might have gone a little dark. I'm it's all sorry. good. Uh, no. So, smoke not yet. We will slice some pineapples We're, and drink their there's juice. No pineapples in Virginia. We're only no, missing no. Uh, one answer here. Well, Brad's coming. Oh, oh. And, uh, and it's Brad Wolfson. Okay. Georgie Law. <laughs> Man, so. Fasha Preda. Newest. Yeah, newest. One, one, one. One, right. one, one. After George promotion. Well, there's, there's a, there's a time period of human history before George got his black belt and then after. BGB. BGB. BGB before George got promoted. And right. what and was AGP, AGP after George Gaffney. Welcome to the Joey Carter Show. No! Oh, Brad Wolfson. <laughs> so, George, you're taking a back seat because of two strike yes, lines. Brad, Brad. So, Brad. Yeah, yeah. I've been so, on your podcast way too many times. Bradley, what, we got a question. Does it mean to be a black belt? What does it mean to be a black belt? That's the question on the table, Bradley. 
What's it mean to be a black belt, Brad? Shit. Um, oh, can I swear on the podcast? I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah, sure. We did last um, time, right? It we, we, we said what all does the it mean to be a black belt? Come back to me. Let me reflect for a minute. Well, there's another black belt. Swedish Steve. Uh, Swedish yes. Yeah. Steve. Yeah. 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 I'll pay you back. Uh, 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 the dis- disclaimer. Okay. Uh, this is an unedited podcast. What you say is written in history as it were. It will be so a shut the fuck up. Now, uh, our, our, man, our man, Swedish, Greek, English, Steve. Cyprus. The question on the table, which all of us have answered, black belt or not, is what does the black belt mean to you? What does it mean to be a black belt? And uh, we don't want to throw you in the spot just for one. And we got some some super organic, bro. Super organic. Just let it come from so the let it go. Just organic. Right. Let it, let it go. Uh, organic. Yeah, just be yourself. Like right. what do you organic, think? non-GMO. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> no GMO. Just immediately on the spot. Brother. No pressure. Though. No You're a black belt. You got this. I don't know, man. It's just like a difficult question. No, that's why I defer to you. Yeah, I know. It's oh, you idea. haven't answered yet. No, I haven't answered yet. I was well, Age Before said. Beauty. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> now that's a black belt oh, shit right there. Black, like, oh, George, are you watching this? Smack, right? Are you watching George? Is how you Crystal Flame is just watching. That is how you black belt, George. Beautiful. Look at this dude. All right. Look at Burr. If there's anybody I know that will fly fly blindly into a storm, (laughs) (laughs) it's Crystal Flem. There's a question around. We'll go back to you guys. You cannot enter this conversation without answering this question. Crystal Flem. Fear and loathing. What does the black belt mean to you? Somebody give him some sunglasses. Come over here, Chris. Before we continue, have you guys seen Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas? Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, right? Glenn Casabian just ran away, just so you know. Yeah, he just didn't run into the forest. So, Crystal Flem, you may enter the circle if you enter the question. This is the circle of trust, sir. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, right? Glenn Casabian just ran away, just so you know. Yeah, he just didn't run into the forest. So, Crystal Flem, Fear is real. You want me to right like? Now. I'll say what I feel like. George is ready then, to answer this question. I will go to these guys. You know, you, there's too you much can, pressure on you. Yeah, do that. You know, maybe huh? it's because you are. Glenn one. I, Glenn George, you can shut him right? down. You can do Georgie? things like that. So, I will say this, right? Like <laughs> immediately, <laughs> immediately. <laughs> yeah, dude. Sure. After I'm getting sure. that belt, I felt like holy shit. I gotta like. I know nothing about anything. I gotta like get better at everything. Like I just entered a club. I just opened this door to this club, where all I'm like the newest guy in here, <laughs> and like I know, like Eric Bydark's been in here. He's in. He's there. He is. He's ahead of me. He's like he knows what's up. I don't know what's up. Like it was the coolest thing to get my black belt. With all you guys there, and all you guys were crying. I got emotional. You Shut guys up. were all Nobody crying. Cried, but like, I'm going to be a man. That was a crazy room yesterday. That was a crazy dude. It's like serious, Marcio Stambowski. I'm, look, I'm looking at all these, all you guys, and I'm like, man. Holy shit. I got to like, My man. I got to like step up in oh. being a husband, yeah, father, jujitsu, grappler, whatever. Every ha- dude that's happy. You know? Like... I gotta be like a better person to like to find equilibrium in that room. You know what I mean with you guys, because like you guys are setting the standard for me, and I gotta set the standard for these guys that are coming behind me. Right? It's like some pressure, maybe that maybe is not necessary. I don't know, but it definitely is. George, I think like you do it for like 
it's not for the people that come after. It's also for the people that come before. What pressure do you think you got, George? Hey, Crinkles, it's a podcast. Uh, That noise is like insane on on microphone. Okay. (laughs) Brad, you're kicked (laughs) off, Brad. (laughs) That's how you black belt. Um, Is that going to treat the most uh, second post? Second post. If you're doing a podcast. Oh, Chris Crinkle. Nelson number one or mine? Chris so I'm eating Turkish Peeber. Who's been on your podcast the most? I don't I know. We're going to have to get a count. Bradley, Uncle Nelson said he's, he's number one. Man, I, we're going to have to have a count. I think Bradley's been on at least three times, right? Yeah. I've been on this is my third time. Brad. This is Bradford. No, this is Brad. You've been on the Great Northeast PJJ podcast. Ah, you're, you're, you're flat off and on, you know, you're, you're like, I'm out of my element. Try these little race cars. Bilar. Uh, is that right? Turkish Bieber is an interesting uh, oh, I love these. thing. Hey, how are the flying I opened it This is the ADHD podcast. Bilar, I just was handed a bag of Bilar, which is a... Oh, my God. Which is a marshmallow thing. Black belts will eat this shit off the ground, though. Right, that's uh, what Eric and I will. <laughs> in Mexico, there is no five section rule. Uh, like, you don't do that. Guys, wow, I got chocolate. Too. Holy mackerel. Oh, um, this is all because of Steve, by the way. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Steve. Steve smuggled. Yes, Steve. Thank you, Swedish Steve. Anybody else? There's four I got you. Turkish, Cypress, Steve. Yeah. So George, that, yeah. When I was in the middle of that red thing. Yeah, yeah. good idea. Good idea. That is garbage. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> the Turkish, Turkish people, Turkish people was not my favorite thing ever. No, keep eating. It gets better. You get <laughs> the middle yet? I got this marshmallow thing. No, I really like that. So that is your summary. I don't know what it means, but I know, like, I feel like I better step my step up thing up. I think that's pretty natural. You need like third degree burn. It's pretty natural to, to feel like you gotta. All right, felt that at every belt. Grow probably. into it a little bit. Yeah, but I get. But nobody feels it when they get their blue belt. Everyone's like, yeah, I fucking no, deserve that hey. shit. <laughs> like, I don't even understand why I'm on a brown belt right now. Like, I should be a brown belt. It's so hard. He's like, how many new guys you did you crush? You didn't accept each belt as an extra measure of responsibility? No, honestly, when I got my blue belt, I, I actually, I did a test for my blue belt. And uh, I was all over the map. And uh, this is a shout out to Bernadette Watkins. Wow. So Bernadette, like, she was my partner, like, like, uh testing for the blue belt and she was like really emotional like she was like and Roberto's in the room and he's like I want to show show me this show me that and she got so upset that it calmed me down and then she was like nice. like we walked her through like she did her techniques and she did it perfectly and she's like now you got this and when she went like that I was like I got this I do have this and so, like, and I and I see Bernadette so often, like she like trains She's around, and oh yeah, she is one like I'm gonna drop some bombs here. Like she is one fucking badass lady. Like I used to watch her compete, and she would turn girls upside down in the air. Like she is a judo phenom. She's rough. Like I paid for it. Like I trained with her. I don't know. Uh, three months ago when I was at uh, Rick Hahn's place in Plastow and I gave her a little angle where like my foot came inside my knee and she passed it through like out the door and into my own car and passed my guard and that's when the real punishment started 
<laughs> Bernadette is one badass lady. So if you happen to trip upon this podcast, know that you are a super tough black belt. She's a, a very tough guy. So. I was there. Swedish, Greek, Swedish. English, Steve, are you ready? Oh, yeah. You've got time to think about it. Oh, what, you were just dawdling over there? Yeah, did you see <laughs> candy? You yeah. thought we'd forget about it. Candy. Can you start off by yeah, telling me what the what the salt patron is? So, patron j- just means, uh, like, bullet. So, salt bullet. Salt bullet. <laughs> salt. You're actually Patron. supposed to stick this up your ass. Asshole bullet. All right. Yeah. All right. You're it's actually supposed to stick this up your ass. That tastes better on my ass. Yeah, the salt bullet. This is a place they have in Provincetown, Mass. Salt bullet. We're gonna go to the salt bullet. Provincetown, Mass. Yeah, lubricate first. Maybe some lotion. All of you had. Down oh, in Greenwich Village, we're going to go to the salt such bullet an tonight. Incredibly different you jiu-jitsu experience than what I've had. Oh, oh right. my God. How long did you train for hey, one academy? Keep eating it. Get All better. my life. Really? All your life. That was it a dirty trick. No, it'll get better. Come on, Black Belt. I did. I'm sorry. I was two academies. Two academies. I thought you were kidding with me. George, what's that? It was too How many academies have you trained at? You've got to get positive. Right. Come on. I was a... I'm going to Black Belt. George is just pulling candy out of his mouth. I had to pull this thing out. Is that the bullet? This is the bullet. you talking about the assault bullet? Yeah, I put it in my mouth. Put the assault bullet in your mouth? Listen to me. Basically two. I'll put it just back. Just believe. In. Just keep it in there. I believe. I, gotta, I can't now. talk yeah. with it. Yeah. No, you can. How many schools did you go to? Under the been, two. I'm, two. Swedish Steve. But Sorry? you came to your second as a white belt. How many schools yeah. have yeah. you gone to on your way up to black belt? How many schools did you have to go to? Uh, three. Nelson? Five. So, oh, five. So you this got is making me feel okay. Nelson and I are very I got, similar that way. Yeah, I, I got a. Well, I went purple bell. Uh, no, at the last school I was at, I got through there as a purple bell. And I was just cross training wow. there, and then the last academy got upset. I was cross training somewhere else, and all the instructors at the academy just stopped speaking to me. They didn't kick me out, but like nobody would speak to me. I was like, all right, I'm out. So let's. Uh, this is an interesting topic. I think like a lot of people would like to hear yeah, what different that. people's experience about this is. So, so I've cool. never had to do this. Keep it in there. What is it like? Wh- like, talk to said. me about what it means. Like, I am not going to train here anymore, and I'm going to go train somewhere else. No, you don't need to mention names, but kind of like, what's that experience like? There's probably a lot of anxiety associated there, with that. I mean. I went through a breakup not too long ago, and the thing is, I, at a certain point, you gotta was realize that the student, because I, I was a student, I wasn't, I was an instructor at the school, I mean, I, went, I just like training there, I like the intensity, and then it got to the point where I realized, it's like, it, I'm just gonna hurt here. Wow, you know, really? I was, just, like, I, I, a year went by where I was, like, just injured constantly, and I was like, this not worth it and then there are different situations at school that we just add in stress to my life instead of being a stress reliever that jiu-jitsu used to be for me jiu-jitsu was just adding stress to my life and at that point I was a pretty happy-go-lucky guy and then like that was the one thing in my life that would bring like negative vibes to me so 
Freeze it, right? Yeah. The one thing that's supposed to protect you. Yeah, and then like you don't even realize. You're like, no, it's like I'm, I'm just, like you blame yourself. Like, oh, I'm being, like, a, I'm being a little bitch. Yeah, I'm being a little bitch. Like you know, <laughs> that happened to me when I went to business. When I went to business, it was like, you can ask Jen. It was like, I was ready to like say fuck jiu jitsu. Yeah, I mean, you know, like, it was just because really? it was it was just it was a good experience, you know, doing the whole business, but. Um, you know, people, people, uh, they forget how much time you've put in and they don't appreciate it. So they don't understand the actual value of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they, they take it for granted, like what you're giving them. It's not just an arm bar. It's okay. At that point, maybe 15 years of failing at the arm bar. Yeah. You know, it's it's much much more, and when people don't understand, don't understand and appreciate that, you know what I mean? I'm, Promise I'm, I'm, me, son, I'm, I'm, I'm to do the things I've done, right? Like it hurts, dude. I mean, it hurts. You know <laughs> what I mean, because people don't understand the sacrifice you've taken to get to the point that you can teach the armbar at the level you can teach it at. Yeah, I mean, like the thing is, like once you decide, it's like, all right, I'm just keep trying to fit in myself. I'm, I'm like I'm a square peg. I'm keep trying to go to this run hall. It's like it's not gonna happen. I just need to, like, you know, it's better for everybody if I just move on. And then, it, there's been, t- like I moved around, like you know, I moved from like New Jersey to Pennsylvania, so like, I still have a re- relationship with my old, student, with my old uh, instructor in New Jersey, my old students in New Jersey as well, like you know, my right. best friend took over the program I was teaching at, and uh, the school was literally two blocks from my parents' house. So whenever oh. I went to see my parents, I would just drop by. Uh, mm-hmm. They used to have like holiday rolls, so like Thanksgiving, I would like go home for Thanksgiving, and then like me and Hillary would like sneak away, and like, go up and map for two Train hours for and then call me turkey and it was awesome and then there's been times where I left the school and then like no one speaks to you anymore or you see him at a tournament you just get like one of these and like that's it and then there's there's you also don't actually even get those yeah and then oh <laughs> oh yeah for sure <laughs> and there's there's times where like there's uh, there's guys at the school that don't follow the party line and do speak to you huh. And then they hear they hear about it from <laughs> up top, so it, it like it does get weird. Um, it sucks that it does. At the end of the day, we just do rolling around in pajamas, right? So you know, like we talked about before, you know. At the end of the day, is like it's just finding good people that you're comfortable being around, and like the more you think about it, like the more I've seen like schools, the student. Uh, the student instructor relationship is a lot closer to a marriage that people give it, give it, uh, give it like a thought wow. to. It's like because like you are now like this guy gave you your black belt. If you continue to train under him, like you're gonna be around this guy for 15 years. Like you're gonna change, he's gonna change. You're not gonna agree with every decision he makes. But at the end of the day, it's like you gotta like be like, okay, like do I be- how much do I value this relationship? How much am I willing to put up with? It's human, right? and then it's like how much back and forth is there, you know? Yeah, it's I mean human. that's totally true. Like, yeah, and that's tough. Like we like value that relationship so much. Like, like am I over like overthinking this? Like how how what has my experience been? Like what's my anxiety and like, stress level over a period of time been like? Like it's good or bad? It's been good. You know, yeah, we talk. Right. Nelson talks about these guys that, you know, those people aren't here. You know, like Brad's not 
messaging them, messaging them. To That's come not to true. Actually, I don't want to visit Nelson. Yeah, that doesn't talk to Nelson anymore. Nelson <laughs> 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 just besides that. Besides that case, Brad's not messaging people that are like that. You know, they don't get to experience this. So, whatever, man, they're lost. You know, that, they they don't get to be here. Yeah, doing this stuff, having these memories, having these experiences. Yeah, exactly. You know, I won't say no. They don't get to see all these guys on the mat. Like the best part about teaching these camps, especially like in the European camps that we've taught at with the Globetrotters and especially these guys at La Colonia, man, you just see the hunger in the eyes, man. And that's so motivating, dude, because it makes you so hungry. You know, like you can never, and you'll see this, George, like especially once you've started teaching at Black Belt for a while, you know, and you're not, the nervousness is gone. You know, like you're very confident in your ability to, convey the message, convey the technique thoroughly, but simply, you know, you've whittled down your now teaching technique to a black belt level, you know, and you see that technique, dude, it's so, it's just, it's, I remember my one student, Julio, we were rolling. Down in the schoolyard? I, damn it. I said that to him probably 30 times. Yes. And we were rolling and this kid just, he just did something naturally. And I like lost my shit. I was so happy because he started figuring it out. And he know he had no clue. I was like, dude, you have no idea what you just did. And I'm so happy for you. And you're, he might not I, even I can't be wait. able to repeat it. Probably not. Like, he didn't even know what he did. I did. <laughs> but it was like, and I was super happy for him. Oh, it was so gorgeous for you. Just you so, know? like, four years ago, we were at Chris Howder's garage before Pans or after Pans. I think it might have been before. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Dude, I'm just picturing Rizzo talking to Pell. Is it wrong to submit for the new black belt in his own academy? Jay doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> this is so we're so we're at Pans. We're we're at, like we were just training. I think before Pans, like and so Chris invited us over, and like we're hanging out there, and uh, Chris gave this dude a black belt, and I was like. Wow. Holy shit! Like, cool, right? I mean, this is the first time I've ever been in his garage. Blew my like he, he. I was. I'll never forget it. I will literally never forget the thing. And uh, I've seen the guy since, and I was like, dude, I was there when you got your black belt. Yeah. Like, holy shit! And uh, it was like a super big honor. Crazy. So I really, really, there. really hope that some of these like dudes that were there yesterday, like someday will come to me and be like man like i was there when you got your black belt and it was like holy shit if you could do it i can <laughs> you know what i mean like because man that changed my whole thing. it was awesome four years ago I still think about it and they will be right like you yeah. think about that like like we're as much like each other as anything else like we're all just on a nothing the belt that i'm wearing around my waist doesn't help me in a role it's not going to be like, oh, I get this. I'm going to get an escape because I got this belt. Well, sometimes I find like when I, at least the soul craft is kind of funny. Like I just, I like just grab a guy's pants and they'll like freak out. Oh, like, <laughs> and they're like, yo, what are you doing? I'm like, dude, this? I'm just touching your knee, bro. He's like, <laughs> like, no, you're not. I'm like, I swear to God. And then you tap him. Because of George. You're a black belt. And then you're like, so you're talking about magical powers. Yeah, you're talking about black belt voodoo. The voodoo, man. The juju. Yeah, they think that the something juju. crazy is happening. It's like, dude, I'm, I, I was just about to hit hands, bro. That's all. I'm sure, this is like starting to roll. I'm sure everyone has an opinion about this, but I've like told everybody, I'm like, 
if you think that there's something you should be doing, like don't wait and freeze while I'm doing stuff. <laughs> Just do it, bro. Move and find out what the fuck is going to happen. Like if you don't go anywhere, you're not going to know what was going to happen. So you don't learn anything. Yeah. Like all the time. Nuts. So I wanted to do this, but I knew you were going to counter it. I was like, well, if you don't do it, if you don't fail, I can't tell you why you're failing. And maybe it that's exactly <laughs> You don't learn anything. That's exactly that's exactly my point. You more eloquently put. Like I do it myself. We all do it ourselves. I'm like I'm like I'm I think maybe like it feels right to do this. Let's go see what happens. For sure. And maybe I get tapped, maybe I don't, but who gives a fuck? There's no cameras, there's no world championship and there's no money. And even if there was, I wouldn't care. We were doing two days ago. Well, right. Just now like Okay, what more, happens if you do this? Right. Oh, like, okay. You and I are sitting there like, what if I do this? What if I do that? Like, we're, we're right. sitting there doing this. Like, what if I do this? What if I, like, okay. And, that, and that's when you stuck your knee in my trachea. But I discovered that. <laughs> we, di- we discovered that. <laughs> just, yes, we just discovered that, too. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Jay, turn your knee out. Check this out. Ha, Wasn't that fucked head. up? And it was all the expensive Joey. Yeah, <laughs> but I was like, no, do it harder. Because it, it was, was like, it. literally, like, I'm like, no, dude, if you do this, you right. have, like, a hybrid go-go plata with the knee patella in my neck like you're gonna tap somebody here so like do this like I this wanna was, this see was, if it works this was crazy and then you remember not the other one you, you flipped me over that, that like, was pretty that sucked for me. we were like drilling technique literally like yes. and uh, Marcio uh, Grandmaster Marcio showed this awesome technique where uh, for people on the podcast that do jujitsu it's like a daily heva. You push on the hip and you go to single leg X, except instead of putting the foot on the hip, you loop it underneath the thigh and there's like this cool lift that goes on. And we found this cool position where yeah. you could like pull on the collar and put the knee right in the neck. And it works. And Joey Carta sat there while we worked it out and just took all the abuse. And yeah, he was it, literally it, like, it, it, it no, 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 no. Shift your knee no, to the on, outside. Shift your knee to the back. <laughs> like literally instructing. Like here's how you make it more miserable for me. And I'm not gonna laugh. Well, because I mean, we figure out some shit. Like, like that. I'm a big like, believer in like. I tell the students, yo, you need to grind your partner. Sometimes they need to know the feeling. You know, you need to understand that this technique requires a pain component. I need to cause a reaction. Right. If you're not delivering that to your your training partner. Then you're 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 doing them a disservice. They need to understand the pain. Right. They, you know, you need to understand it because you know they call it a gentle heart, but this shit, it's no, just not it's not gentle. I know. Like, I was yeah. I was somebody at a camper hole with one of the campers was tapping very early for my submission attempts, like before anything was locked up. And you're like, like, you're like, you're dude, I didn't even I like he did like two times. I was like, all right, we're done. And then I just wanted to like talk to him afterwards, and I was like, oh, you gotta be like calm about this <laughs> because I was like that thing like. Like it's one of the few things that like, really grinds my gears, and I'm like, all right, don't be upset about it, <laughs> right? Because we're, we're, we're fighting, you. we're fighting to the it's simulated Because like, the fight was so, only eighty like, percent finished, right? Yeah, it's, like so. I'm like, so this is like a hard, like you know, it's like a hard conversation to have without coming across as a dick. It's like you can't just walk up to the guy and be like, you need to toughen up. <laughs> let me submit you harder before you tap. <laughs> right. Hey, Mister Tap, so, like, happy, let's take it down. I'm like a cinder block. You're like pudding. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Are <laughs> you less like pudding? So, <laughs> yeah. I do J-E-L-L-O. I agree with Joy. Bad yeah. example. Uh, There's times where I'm putting No, pop. yeah, yeah, yeah. With it's bro hypno? to go. You know, but like I was saying, George, you know, if if there's anything we can give you, and this is pretty cool, you know what I mean? Besides like, crabs. Just as like some advice is, 
not even, I'm a seasoned black belt, not me. I mean, I'm, I'll, me. I'll be a black belt for five years in, jo- in July. So I got, I got many, many, many years to go. But if there's anything I can give you, just at this point, bro, you have nothing to prove. And don't put a weight on your shoulder that makes you feel like you, you have something to prove. Just go have fun, man. Because like I asked you in the van home today, George, I already asked him what he's going to teach at camp next year. Oh, so uh, just start thinking about that. Black belt shit, dude. Yeah, black belt, <laughs> black belt shit. <laughs> yeah, black belt shit. Hell yeah, man. No I was doubt. so happy for you, man. Actually, oh, I got emotional. Dude. I started tearing up for sure. For sure. Jen, I'll tell you. <laughs> George teaches class all the time. It's it. been, this has been a long time when he's teaching class. Um, on Thursdays before, like, so our schedule is really messed up. But George teaches right before me on Thursdays, and I'll show up and I'll be like, well, that's some interesting shit. <laughs> every I, didn't, th- I didn't know that shit. Every time I roll with George, I get myself, I get caught he's watching what George is doing because I have no idea where he's going. Why? He's like a little spider monkey, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like so a little, like, little spider monkey. I'm like, monkey. wait. Always I was like, going. I think he's going for something Then he has like a weird off angle and he's like upside down. I'm like, what the? How he get there? <laughs> there's like spider hooks monkey. everywhere. There's like feet and like a little hook. Like, I'm past the guard and there's like four little toes Where'd there. Where'd that big toe like, come from? Or I'm oh, not. Man. And then he like shifts and the whole guard is back and you're like... Yeah, just when I think I got him crushing off, it's like starts squirting. Basically, like, George oh, makes sorry, me think that my jujitsu is good and then he proves to me that my jujitsu is Dude, you are barred me like six times today. <laughs> he is a frustrating Listen, role though. Bro. Like a really <laughs> frustrating You were role. tired. <laughs> you were breathing really heavy, dude. You were super tired. So I will tell you this. I will tell you this. The best my jiu-jitsu has ever felt in my entire life was right before I competed at Pans. And the very last workout I had, and it might have been the very last roll, George took me down and took my back. Uh-oh. And I'm like, Uh-oh. well, that sucks. This isn't going to go too good. <laughs> like, Uh-oh, you know what I mean? Bad. I was annihilating people. Like, like I had been, like, I've never been more focused in my entire life. And <laughs> I was like, Here's what I'm going to do to George. I'm going to foot sweep him, and I'm going to pass his guard. I'm going to go knee on stomach, and I'm going to arm arm, and that's going to be it. It didn't go that way at all. I got taken down. I got my back taken, and I'm, like, running for my fucking life off the mat, like, looking at the clock. I'm like, can I dive underneath the bench over here and into the closet, or is time going to run out? The week before, I was absolutely petrified rolling with you. So I was fighting for my life, Jay. <laughs> my life was at stake. It was a dude. Oh, I, I got. I gotta say, when you really when Swiss you Army knife, Swiss, Swiss Army knife, Steve. Did you get that fucking nightmare? Yeah, it is a nightmare. Roll with you, and then like after I'm done, I'll be like, that guy is sixty pounds lighter than me, and that was really bad. Like, you know what I mean? The weight, the, your ability to roll with me as an equal, even though there's a sixty pound weight difference. He's insane. That's just because I'm angry. Yeah, like, I get some anger. Pent yeah. up anger in there. You and Troy. But you're so happy. Just did upset. You, did you tell the podcast world it's a how much more your wife was pleased about my belt <laughs> than yours? <laughs> that was awesome. How she was so that was emotionally so cool. affected Where were by we? mine. Where were we? We were sitting over All there right. at the Lanai eating lunch. And she that checked called? Facebook. That's called the and Lanai. And she found out I got my black belt and she's crying. Dude. And I'm like, is your arm okay? Because I can fix that. Tears. Uh, is there I something the way sticking you? I'm not I really don't know. I can story. fix that. George, help me. She's just crying. Yeah. She loves you. Rightfully so, because I love you too. Heart. 
put my sunglasses on. I was right? Like, what the fuck, George? Help. Uh, no, I couldn't. There was no. What was no, like, these are what was happy tears. No it. tears are not it's happy. You don't cry when you're happy. <laughs> I've never cried one time when I was. Okay. Uh, shut up, George. She was happy, dude, for you. For sure. Crazy. I mean, she was happy for me, but she was happier for you. Just caught me so off guard to <laughs> that reaction. No, that was awesome, man. That was awesome. I'm glad I was here for, for it. Oh, my God. Really I'm so glad, glad you were. I, I happened to have been at yours and Joey's and Brad's. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Holy yeah. And I was at mine. Right. Yeah. You were? I know. Did we get an answer from Bradley? <laughs> no. Are you over there researching what does it mean to be a black belt? I Googled it. I get back to you guys tomorrow. What does Siri say? Ask Siri what it means to be a black belt. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Aaron, Aaron Webster. Big swinging dick. No, killing me. <laughs> big, giant, big, giant, baby's arm holding a bran muffin. Big, giant cock. So this morning, black belt that same video it. that Marcio showed you, he goes, Hey, brother, look at you flying. And he comes over with the phone and he shows me, like, me flying through the air. It was a nice throw. <laughs> it's pretty good. It was nice. I like to throw children around as well. It makes me look <laughs> right. tougher. Man, <laughs> children. You'll get a video of your... What, would you have preferred a low angle pick? Oh, man. The end of your Huge line of people with young. Right? So, it's like, about as good awesome. as I can do for I just want to say, I started like losing out my hamstrings. I was like, oh, we all going? <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then I was like, oh, okay, okay, we've been, we've been civilized about this. <laughs> I was like, firemen, I'm going to firemen. Yeah, it's going to be glorious. You know, you know what the, you're going to go firemen. You know, you know what the best thing about doing that right before when, like, if your school does promotions before you throw somebody, especially like a fidgety blue belt, like, you know, the guys that get like really tense oh, before you throw. Oh, no, that's terrible. I always like grip up. And check the ceiling height. <laughs> I don't know if I can do this anymore. <laughs> you see people you say, stiff it up. Yeah. <laughs> that is my favorite. It's like, hold on, we're, we're, we're At the end of the camp in um, in Belgium, the first year I taught, this kid got promoted purple belt. And he was from the United States, but he lived in, been living in Sweden for a long time. So he actually had a Swedish accent. But was he part Greek? No. Are they from Cyprus? From Cyprus. No. <laughs> Clearly not. I mean, he didn't have he didn't have his Swiss Army knife on, on him either. From so Ikea. like I was gonna do like the you know, the um the character from Mortal Kombat, right? So, he was really big and I was like, I'm not throwing this. That's dude. Street Fighter. Who's Street Street Fighter? From Street Fighter. Like yeah. I'm not throwing this dude. And it's Ken. Yeah, yes, yes. And so me and Aaron me and Aaron Millam are standing next to each other and I'm like, yo, Aaron, I'm not throwing this dude. He weighs two hundred and fifty pounds, bro. I'm hundred and sixty five pounds. Not happening. Just so I'm on. gonna do. I'm gonna do the Mortal Kombat, <laughs> right? No, dude. So I'm gonna do the more. I'm gonna do the. I'm gonna do this on him, right? And I'm like, right before it gets to me, Aaron does this thing. I'm like, fuck. What if he doesn't know what this is? And he doesn't fall over. I'm gonna look like a dickhead. Like this is on camera. Like they're gonna put this on BJ Jigglepuff in action. Like don't do this. Like fake guys. Like what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, oh man. But thank God he, he fell over. And I was like, okay, cool. I threw him. I threw him with my mind. Yeah. With a fireball. With a fireball, yes. Don't get that yep. in his head. Yep. Uh, he'll, be I'm, in, I'm, he'll be in the I was so worried that like, all of a sudden I was like, this guy's not going to know what I'm going to do. He's, he's not going to know. Speed. Yeah, he's yeah. Not no. going on. He's a cool dude. He's adorable, though. What? what? You Did you say adorable? Joey's adorable. Joey's adorable. Oh, it's just the blue eyes. Well, I threw uh, our buddy uh, Siggy Pot, the gay Siggy P. From Iceland, <laughs> he was like he was a like badass judo yeah, black belt from Iceland. Oh, when he became a purple belt, when he became a purple belt, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was hugging him and I just 
Jesus. Oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, I see that coming, but I appreciate it. <laughs> and then they come in like this, like, yeah. 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 He was glorious. He's a good That's dude. So I thought Swedish Steve was a nice guy when I first met him until I was a Zuki. At the, oh, that looked at the great. first day. I enjoyed watching that. Yeah, well, thanks for the heads up, man. I was like, oh, this is a nice guy here. I know, right? Are you blind? I just, I can believe on day one, Swedish Steve will make you part of the map. Made me part of the. I think my favorite part of the science would show a little bit of bump where like your body used to be, but mostly it's just flat. Swedish Steve went surfing and then got out of the beach holding the surfboard <laughs> like, a, like a loaf of bread. <laughs> 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 like i never seen a human deliver <laughs> 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 a martini. <laughs> Would you like a bite? I adopted that technique today. I was like, that's pretty fucking good. <laughs> yeah. Wow, another, another pterodactyl flew through. Yep. <laughs> for all our Jurassic Park fans out there. Crystal Flem, I know you're really uncomfortable with this, so what do you have again. to say? You Make wanted to be laps. on the podcast and I you're on the podcast? No, you know what? We got at So Crystal Flem, I've been Fear selling on BJJ in Paradise well, okay. since we went. The I was like, dude, you got to go to this thing. You got to go. And that was a lot. I feel like it was hard at times to sell you on this. But ever, like... We took an airplane flight. He's like, this is the best flight I've ever well, had in my life. It was the best flight ever, was it not? It was. It was great. I don't know. The so best flight is it. the one that lands on the other side. Right. <laughs> Everything we've done. It's been amazing. The whole trip has been amazing. What's so great about the flight, Crystal though? Flem, a.k.a. Uh, my Boy Blue, <laughs> a.k.a. Bootsy. Uh, Fear and Loathing. That's a lot of names. The flight. Fear so and Loathing. Fear and Loathing. We meet a lot of cool people doing jiu-jitsu, so we have some guy that trains at Jay and George's Academy. Uh, who's a pilot for JetBlue? Knew we were coming here. Who made some text, made a phone call or sent some text messages to the head steward, per, stewardess. It's not a stewardess, it's a dude. Knew that we were coming. Upgraded flight us. Attendant. Flight attendant. Is that a steward? Yeah, Thank you. Steward. 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 Person. Um, steward person. And put us, put us at the front of the plane. The plane was almost empty. I sat right across the row from George and chatted about whatever. The plane was empty. Did you hit on my wife? Most of the usually. Yeah, I figured. Tried to. I think they're gonna run away together. Crystal Flam went surfing. I feel like you should be morning. building like a nice dude. Surfing was. I've been like looking a, forward like to surfing table. since you guys came last year and you were talking about it. I've never surfed hard. Like, it's crazy. It's it good. Crystal Flam released baby sea turtles. He looks like you should play clarinet. Yeah, the, you you get yeah, you get stuck on there. No, no, it was it was perfect. I think the waves were good. Good for you, guys. We should happy. totally do it. <laughs> the surf yeah, one was good. Totally good. Totally they did a really good job, like pushing us in the wave, and like they made it super easy for Mom, us. Man, I'm in the yeah. Those guys were being savages the first day. That's funny. <laughs> I got pushed in some waves. I had no business being. Right. <laughs> how was your rib doing? Yeah, how's your rib? Rib doing a lot better. Is nice. it back where it should be? Did you yeah. get hit by a board? Are you bored? It wasn't the. It wasn't was it that it got Is because I got, I jumped off a wave. I caught a wave, stalled out because I was like too far back being a baby. I like jumped off and then as soon as I came up like the next wave came in really fast yeah. it was huge and it got ducked on the Crushed one like on the spin cycle and I was like spinning underneath the water and then the the board got pulled so I got like jerked oh, by the foot while I'm like spinning this way uh, that's not good that oh like an intercostal like a twist oh, yeah. the muscle dude no, those suck yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought we were like a rip from that like 10 years ago I've heard that muscle my ribs still stick so dude good that's right yeah we got some of that. Are we going? Oh, yeah, are we right. going there right now? <laughs> yeah, we're going there. Yeah. Yeah. 
Everybody's <laughs> taking their shirts off. Are we, are we, are we going there? All I know yeah. is Eric Vidark yeah. is showing his nipple. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> why do you focus on the I, weirdo? I, sure uh, know, uh, I focus uh, on the pretty parts. Joe yeah. Carter never took his shirt off. Does everybody know that? We never took his shirt off? Oh, oh yeah. You're thinking about going on. Thank you very much. That's like the sun not rising. Hillary also kept her shirt on. How can people say that for next year's camp? What? How can people sign up for next year's camp? So we can plug Theo Brad here. BJJ and Paradise.com. Uh, is there, uh, I'll be is here. there anybody that is not going to sign up? Like not come back in next year? Yeah. I'm coming back. No, uh, not sign up means you may season. not come. But that would be awesome. George about it. If you need an instructor I, for that anytime. I'm going to do the same thing George does. My kid goes to school is like, <laughs> Learn an experience. He's going to be in Mexico for a week. That's right. But like a port city camp. Are you going to do a Port City camp here? Yeah, you are so not invited. You're way too mean on the map. Uh, I just want to let you know I didn't want to come anyway. That's like it's I roll with Joey and I'm like, that hurts a lot. I don't uh, want to do that Jay, again. Okay, let's let's quantify so, something here. Hold on a second. Uh, Jay is like, like 17 inches taller than me, and he had me splayed out. I look like a ballerina. And he just put me on my butt. And what are you posted on your head? Arm bar me. He arm barred me, and I was like, he's like, great job. I was like, dude, you don't have to say that. <laughs> like, it's, it's You don't it's have to. Like, it's so all good. It's, it's funny all good. Because in my head, it it's, it's one hammer Ooh, versus another really hammer. That's because you're and colorblind. And it's just unfortunate the one hammer became the nail for a little bit. <laughs> and then that hammer got done and it was like, fuck your hammer, hammer, hammer. <laughs> my favorite is that your role? This is some kind of hammer. weird like analogy for like touching do grinder. I don't want to hear that. No, are you guys docking? Is that what you're talking about? You guys docking? You know, space docking is right. <laughs> <laughs> like, Bring it back. Bring it back. <laughs> oh, sorry. My favorite Joey Carr memory is two years ago. <laughs> we had okay. a physical therapist. <laughs> Joey Carr got his neck worked on. Freya. Freya. We miss you, Freya. Please Freya. come back, yeah. Freya. This Freya. poor woman worked on Joey Carter's neck that was all kinds of jacked up. Oh, Joey Carter goes back to Roland. Two seconds later, he's like head posting, no hands, <laughs> with a 200 pound Mexican on his back. Nelson and I are like, Joey, get off your neck. What are you doing? He's Stop like, inverting. He's oh, like, oh, yeah, yeah. I think I tapped. It worked. <laughs> but then I was like, yeah, and Jen's just like, yo, you're so dumb. <laughs> Nelson, Nelson and Eric are like, yo, dude, that's why your neck's fucked up. And I'm like, I know. You guys ever feel like, like you guys understand that all my jujitsu is going upside down? So like I've sucked since then. I love going upside down. <laughs> I figured this stuff out. And Eric knows. Eric knows like my back is all messed up. That's my neck is all messed mess. up, and I'm like I'm still just gonna keep inverting until I'm physically unable. So, and then Eric showed belly me dancer in uh, after our zip lining tour today. What was that, by the way? Oh, it was awesome. Really, it was really amazing. Um, Aside from the two-hour ride in either direction where Eric and I were fighting off vomiting. We did have to ask them to pull over now. There are some cars yeah. in the sky. Yeah. Like, pull they just go like now. this. Zigzag, 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 oh, zigzag. For two hours? For hours and hours and hours. <laughs> over, over plot holes and all kinds of stuff. Good night. Um, but, uh, peace, brother? Um, but once we got there, so we like get out of the car and we're in this little town, and it is completely unspoiled. I mean, there are no tourists. We are in the middle, like two hours away from here, 
there's nothing. And it's just like this municipal <coughs> building and there's like a little market. And it is like gorgeously culturally untouched. And so we're like, okay, so Remember this is... Remember the name of the town? Uh, we can find it out. I don't. Um, but... Um, La Mañana? Rocamo? See? See tomorrow? And uh, so we... Uh, we check in with the municipal authorities. And we're like, oh, we started a voyage here. We're like standing on like a little school basketball court while they work out their stuff in the police station. Finding out like this poop seems low and it's a little bit small and it's like we're like whatever. And we're like, hey, there's shade over there. And we go in the shade. They have all these amazing vegetables. Oh, the produce and their produce control. was out of control. It's like the freshest stuff we've ever seen. Stuff that looked like little tiny peaches. And what were those? Plums, little tiny plums. Little like. tiny plums, like amazing. And so we took a ride, like, I don't know, five minutes from there. And then you hike for 45 minutes <laughs> with cows and shit. There's cows randomly in the woods. <laughs> it's like, what do you mean by I woods? Mean, I mean, we on the third zip line, we are like in the jungle? middle of the fucking wilderness. It's kind of like uh, an old jungle, like yeah. Like you have in the forest, there's not a lot of undergrowth. I was looking there's for a the bunch of palm trees and mango trees everywhere, and there's just cows randomly wandering around the hillside. Right, Whoa. it's totally predator, dude. Yeah, per- we were looking the for the predator. It's just like the movie The Predator. It was just like that, yeah. only without Carl Weathers. The mud. Oh, yeah. Come on, this is what you want. <laughs> Come, Come on. get it. I'm over here. <laughs> That's I'm right here. Down. I'm right here. Um, so they take us to this this uh, we we uh, happened upon this waterfall after about probably a half hour hike, which was supposed to be fifteen minutes. Um, Twice after a two and a half hour car ride that was supposed to be one and a half hours, and Eric and I almost threw up. Um, so the waterfall was awesome because the water was cold. It was really cold. Come down off the mountains, it was really cold. Uh, that was a really nice dip. And then our first platform is up there, first of five platforms. And the first ride was pretty short. Eric was a little bit nervous. He doesn't like heights very much. Not but he was like, here's how I'm going to deal with this shit. I'm going first. We're going to take it and we're going to put it in the box. And we're going to put the box away. And then we're right. going first. Who's a fucking hero? Like, <laughs> let go of the thing. Like, he, uh, like. You went first on the zip line. Yeah. Even though he's got a fear of heights. And I let go with both hands. I was like, all right, this is the, if it's going to break, this is the time. Jerry, I heard Jerry got stuck. <laughs> yeah, so, like, some of the zip lines are not complete downhillers. Like, sometimes they, right. and if you don't carry enough gravity, it really has nothing to do with Jerry, like, or what he did. It's just, like, it didn't work out. He spun around too many times. Like, it wasn't uh, directed energy. Yeah. So, but the guy comes zipping down in the opposite direction. And gives you a little crab. And, like, <laughs> funny thing is, like, he did it once to me, and, like, the legs were coming my way. I'm like, oh, son of a bitch, that was an easy one. And I'm like, oh, that's not the point Heel of this. Hook. Not the point of this. They, they were coming at me, and my hands were out there, like, maybe I'll slow down. <laughs> I was like, no, get over here. I can reach you. <laughs> it's so funny that it was such a familiar position. This guy is sliding on a zip line towards right. you at 100 miles an hour. And he's got his feet out like this. Pulling guard. Pulling guard. The fastest guard. And you're like, <laughs> 
you stupid fucker, I have you. I thought you said that. And you're like, oh, wait, he's here to save me. I thought you said that reminds you of summer camp. Um, yeah. A man, a man coming at you at a thousand miles an hour spread eagle. Wow. Um, yeah, wow. but there was a chocolate milkshake Third involved hook. in that one. My reward chocolate, was... Chocolate, that's all it? Gross. Milkshake, that's oh, all you're worth? I can go first. Yeah. That's it. Like so hard right yeah, now. I think, kind of worth, a, I, I think you're worth more than that. I appreciate that. Possibly so how was the restaurant you guys ate? Hot at? chocolate? Ooh, okay. So, this, so this is a different restaurant. Okay. Dude, all right, listen, heads up. Hey, uh, this is Husband Points for uh, Black Belt Carter. Husband yeah. Points. Um, took off the afternoon. Um, passed up zip lining to train. And then me and my wife, Miss Jennifer, made a uh, reservation at um, Espadine, right above La Carrizazillo. Carrizillo. Carrizillo. Exactly. Carizillo. See, black belt. Now you can pronounce now it. Now I can pronounce things. Someone have a lighter? Yeah. Uh, I should have popped a beer. So we went to this restaurant and it was amazing. Yeah. With the yeah. most beautiful, most beautiful view. Oh, the view's amazing. Oh, man. The Maybe the amazing. best I've ever seen. The drinks seen. were amazing. The food was great. The food was great. Absolutely. Highly recommend it. And now we're back here doing a podcast. So. Great day. Eric, I, like, I don't really have the words to describe our lunch situation, but it was amazing. That was fantastic. We bought out all of their food. Like, they came out at one point and said, Hey, I know you ordered seven of those tacos, but guess what, bro? We're out of meat, so you get four. <laughs> so I was like, "Well, what else you got? How about some uh, chorizo, chorizo queso? quesadilla?" Yes, please. How many? <laughs> uh, let's go four. And Eric ate so much food; she just kept bringing it, like, and she didn't bring it to anybody else, even if it was their food. She just brought it to me, and I was just like, "Here's your food." Uh, here's your food. A lot of food. Like, that's great. She keeps bringing it to me. I'll just so keep handing out. And then she just kept bringing it to me and smiling. And then she asked me if I wanted it hot. And I was like, uh, melt me, you gorgeous little dark princess. And she brings me these five peppers on a plate. This was... I've never seen these peppers before. I've eaten a lot of hot peppers, and I'm pretty arrogant and stupid about it. So I eat just the flesh on the first bite, but a good solid flesh bite. And this thing spikes out at about a five and a half, just the flesh. So I was like, yeah. Next bite, mostly seeds. seeds. A little sad about that. Sugar day. I can tell you were sad because you were crying. This this thing <laughs> peaked at about probably a nine. Like I was. You know what the name of this thing was? No, no she said it a bunch it was of times. White. But I I got all nervous and I forgot it. I took a picture of it, but. Jay was like, you want a tortilla? And I was like, I'm too... Ju- yes. Yes. <laughs> Give me a tortilla. And it was like a fucking frisbee hook I across was the like, room. I put it up. I'll bring it in. <laughs> <laughs> it was in his mouth in 0.0 that seconds. thing was amazing. The flavor said. of this pepper was amazing. If I would have not done a whole mouthful. Of and then on the rest of the quesadillas and stuff, I was sprinkling the seeds in there. Oh. I got to tell you, too, like, this is as... True blue culture as you get. It was like there were no tourists in this town. Like <laughs> nothing. This was like like a, an oven and a, like a small kitchen. They came in, they wrote the shit down on a piece of paper. Like we had a translator to like, what do you guys want? She's like, here's what I can do. We got like beans and rice with like a like a dried meat plate, kind of like a um, kind of like a jerky uh, sort of thing. And but you kind of like grab it and you would it would. It would Peel like polio string cheese. It's fucking amazing. 
I mean, people so lived tasty. in this town. Uh, they were all out in the square. Yeah. Everybody's in town. Because it's too hot in your house to do anything. And right. there's nothing to do in your house anyway. Right. So you might as well sit where everybody else is sitting in the shade. Yeah. In the they square. all find the shade. They're sitting in the shade. Doing not a whole Doing lot. Doing nothing. <laughs> a couple hundred people. If I spoke better Maybe Spanish. a couple hundred people, yeah, live in town, you think? Because when I was in Italy, I lived in a little town. And I would go down to the town square where all those guys were sitting. Naples is not a little town. No, no. I was up south of Naples. But uh, I would sit in that little town, and I would go in the, the little area with my bike and a park. I live south of your name Naples. Vagina? No, because you were south of Naples. Suchito. That's what I was saying. Oh. Dude, I was right there. With you. I was right there. With you. You're south of Naples. But I would yeah. speak with people. It's not witty, but I was also there. Right? We're just hanging out right in town, and they're like, you know, this is what we do. Twice. I get up. I have my coffee. I eat my breakfast. I come down to the shop to get a cornetto. I come out here and I sit. Pepe comes down. Other guy comes down, Leo comes down, and we sit here and we talk. That's what we do. All right. It wasn't. Dude, and it's, that that was the truest. I Well, no, I, I, I had a similar experience in Spain, in the Basque region, in the northeast. I'm like sitting in a similar kind of place. Like, I don't even know where I am right now. I love to go to the middle of nowhere in strange countries because that's when you find out what it's all about. Yeah. We had some, uh, we had an awesome lunch, and that was, those were beautiful people. That you lady, kissed her on the head. I didn't did. You? I got a picture of me holding that her. That doesn't surprise me at all. She was, I kind of ran at her, and she was like, "Oh shit, this giant gringo." Beard is she's afraid of the fighting. two. Right? She, she's she's getting ready to sprawl. <laughs> she yeah. knew the double leg was coming. She was like, "Whoa!" Right? But then she brought it in. Come here, honey. Yeah. Got the real thing. <sighs> so you. then. We so we polish off about forty beers, oh, God. Uh, and we get the car to drive back, and we're like, "Wow, this is so much better than the ride up." And that lasted for about three minutes. And we're like, "Not this, so much better." This place is a prison. The bus what was, was, tough. It, was it was it zigzag all the way back down? Zigzag, hard zigzag, but lots of bumps this and time. They could go faster because it was downhill this time. It was a and zigzags like this, like constantly. There were still the guys that were going to rob you. Yeah, I heard about that. Let's talk about this. Did we talk about this? No. no. Oh, Liz, my God. Liz was yeah. saying, Liz was telling us about it. But what? Do I get to, or should we shoot for it? Do it. Do it. I think you guys should, like. These guys. Me. These fucking guys. <laughs> balls of steel. They are. Can't even imagine. Have a rope. Looks like, a rope that looks like a bunch of shoelaces like tied together. Four shoestrings tied together. Tied together. Like, and when you're approaching. By a small tree. They pull it up. In an attempt. Spring. Yep. To charge you a toll. <laughs> now, now this seems not so nefarious. On the way down, the guy's got a barbed wire. There's uh, three guys, and a guy's standing there holding a machete. Machete. So it could have got pretty dodgy. Right? Unless you just but put it in. Nobody's stopping. Right. So what I happened? <coughs> like we just blow it. through it. Yeah. Over the barbed really? wire. Oh, they're like, oh yeah, we're just kidding. <laughs> Right, that's funny. And they're like, "What are you blowing through my shit for? Like, you should stop and pay." So right, toll. you'll get you'll you'll get it in the mail. Yeah, but it's amazing. We, we, it's right, like, we got the license plate reader. Yeah, I got easy pass. We're making all the jokes, but like with the amazing yeah, amount dude. of uh, tolls here, the roads are in crazy yeah, bad right? shape. The corruption roads. is just terrible. Unbelievable. I don't like, know where all we encountered like at least forty of these people. Really? What? 40, 40 fake tolls. 40 fake tolls. And boy, these guys, like, 
I almost like I'm like let's just stop and give these guys some money because someone needs a shower. Yeah, the, <laughs> the guy with the machete was a little menacing. He was menacing. But he was the only one. The rest were like total jerk offs, just sitting there with yeah. their shoestring on the road. You should just be like, you should just be like, yo, dude, just stop. Yeah. Stop and pay your toll. Bye. No, I just thought it just see ya. Because we're, we're gonna come out. Shake we're gonna out lunch money. It, it felt like Jen. a shakedown. It felt just like, but the worst attempt at a shakedown you've ever seen in your well, life. Well, the like, laziest version. Because it's so hot out. You don't want to be an aggressive criminal. If you're from the Northeast, you throw out your garbage at this moment. Be like, oh, you guys are right here. Throw that somewhere. So what's everybody doing tomorrow? Well, let's see we're in training. training. I gotta teach He's teaching. Nice. Are you doing yeah. a bioluminescent tour? <gasps> I don't know. That's, the That's best. tomorrow. I did it last year. You did it last yeah. year. It's not, not the best. What? It's like when you get oh, eaten by someone. No, house. hold on. Let's let's set the record straight. For the entire week prior to this adventure, Eric Bidark was not going because I had told him that there is a parasite, or actually, should I say, a bug. Oh, swim up the dick hole. Uh-huh. Swim up your dick hole and eat the your balls. Needle fish or something. So I know what country it's in. And it's, it's in Brazil. Belize is like no, it's, still. It's in, it's in, it's in, like, yeah. it's in that Brazil. That thing exists so You have a bad track record so, with the ocean. The ocean and I are not friends. Yeah. So we get into the boat. And mind you, on the way out there, I mean, we were hammered when we got in oh, the van. Oh, it got bad. We stop at the OXO that's got... The four foot five Mexican, um, you know, SWAT officer with the M4. Remember that? Like, we told the driver, like, uh, we so beer? we need to pull over and get beer. And he's like, Duara, right up. Right up. <laughs> he's pull right over. Wow. So we go in there. We buy, like, three 12 packs of Tecate, which, by the way, is dog shit beer. It's not good. It's not good. It's but no again, Victoria. But buy, it's no Victoria. I'm sorry, Mexico. But we were already sauced up at this point. So we drink a 12-pack on the way to the boats. Got to stop on okay. the way back. There's two boats, right? We rip a f- another fucking 12-pack on the way out, which gr- the best part about the whole trip was for the first 25 minutes of this fucking boat ride, these guys were super adamant. Do not put your hands in the water. You will die. 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 You were in the minutes. movie Anaconda. You are. Like, you were walking down these steps with those Whoa. old lights yeah. and the uh-huh. wooden stairway. Yeah. Dude, these two chintzy little boats in an overgrown it's location. Cool. And they're like, Chris, no, 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 don't worry about it. We're 25 minutes. You can't swim in the water. 25 minutes. These guys are shining a spotlight to find other, look at other boats coming at us, but also looking for alligator eyes. And then all of a sudden, cut the engine. Hey, you're good. Vamanos. Yeah, it's completely safe to swim. Vamanos in aqua. Wait, 20 so seconds when, ago, bro, you just yelled out. So guess what? Don't, don't put your hands in the water. water. Guess what I do? Yeah. Roger that. <laughs> <laughs> in the water. Eric's like. Me too. Eric's, Eric's in the corner shaking. He's knocking. My dick hurts. You're going to go in there? I'm like, fucking hey, let's do this, bro. Get in there. Water's pitch black. Yeah. You start. I'm trying to think. Black, of you dude. and I were swimming. Who else was swimming? Me, you, I Jerry. Like Jerry oh, Jerry is in the water. a professional. The Jerry, don't give up. Took the life preserver. Right. Sat in it. Sat in it. it was I just see Jerry. I just see Jerry bobbing. Glowing the dark with a beer. Bobbing. You just see Jerry bobbing. He's like, "What up, y'all? That's smoking a cigarette. Dude. That Remember he smoking a cigarette too." He was like on the same line. Say he's like, "I'm a, I'm a light up a joint." What do you call him? Starts with an H. 
Hooter. <laughs> Hooter, uh, yeah. I'm going to line up for Hooter at the beginning of this and finish I'm, it I'm before, before I get to the other side and watch this. And I'm like, you are a king. So we're in the water, man. It's great. It's pitch black yeah. under the water. You can as soon, you as, soon as you start shaking your hands around, it is, it is like yeah, it's, the it's water white. I came up out of the water and my beard was just like, I had entered that It was awesome. And the oh, yeah, cascading glow awesome. was flowing off me as I And it's cool because right. like, the water's like, the water's a mirror. Pitch black. Bioluminescent. It's great. Because the best part is we get to stop at the store because we'll probably stop at the same one. Yeah. That's tomorrow. Rack up on beers. I don't know. Get out on these boats. Because yep. there's no OSHA get, in Mexico. And when we and we <laughs> got back and when we got back, where did we end up? Probably right here drinking beers. Right here. Oh, right here doing a podcast. Podcast. Podcasting, yeah. yeah. For no sure. wonder that podcast is so bad. This so here's the thing. This one's way more professional. This one is really I'm surprised. Well, I mean, you started it with like the you made it what does it mean to be a black right? right. Oh, let's talk about people feelings. will be impressed. Just bring it way and then down. it's like, yo, that's like wait, an I hour think I should be clear. I don't actually have feelings. I have Feeling. Where where red blood pumps through your heart? I have black. You know, blue. when I was cr- passing your guard the other day, and I was driving my face across your chest. Yeah, I felt that. Your nipple got hard. You uh, have feelings. That wasn't the only part of me that got hard. The third oh. hook, you say? Awkward. The third By the way, always. starting a new company, Third Hook BJJ. Nice. Make some apparel. Never get caught in the guard. Unless my favorite sponsor, this podcast. By Third Hook. Hey, once I start taking down Nation back up. Yes. yes. Hey, can you be a can you, please? Of, will you be a sponsor on this podcast? I need a new rash please? guard. I gotta get my. Hey, can we just do it right now? Take down Nation. <coughs> stuff ever. So, starting today, <laughs> take down one 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 APG officially AGP. a sponsor of the Northeast BJJ podcast. Great Northeast, the great, the greatest. What a the great, great greatest test. sponsor the most ever. More greatest bestest. The super terrific. Super. Fabulistic. Great. So I don't know if this is the end, but this episode is brought to you. Yeah, what the hell? Bye. It's Bye. Take down nation. Take oh, down oh, nation. Somebody's supposed to say something. <laughs> no, 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 Take down the county. I think that I'm done with this podcast. Other than when we do this, like I don't care about the other episodes anymore. I know they don't seem like. <laughs> I know it may not come across when you're listening right. to but it, but when you're here, here before, right? It's very Holy organic. shit! Oh, I love that word, organic. Yeah. Like, look at Not GMO. You guys don't buzzword. see. Fuck yeah. To the left, there's a raging ocean, which you cannot swim in because the waves would be kill you. They will kill you. To the right is an amazing pool. Huh. Santa Fe Hotel brought to you a Hotel Santa Fe. Yeah, right. Hotel see. Santa Fe. Puerto Escondido, Oaxaca. Check this place out. La Colonia Jiu-Jitsu. Bunch of great wood. Just family flying around. Vampires everywhere. La Colonia. Vampires, including the Goldcraft, Port City. They have sparkly skin. Gracie Sports. PMA, PMA, Croiler, Gracie, Soul BJJ, Soulcraft. Soul Who else is down here? Poseidon. 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 Oh, Poseidon. Poseidon, BJJ. Sweet Steve. Sweet Steve. Sweet Steve. Yeah. Marcio. Marcio, Gracie Sports, USA. Uh, Shout out to Demon Gracie. Get a title Demon fight. Gracie title fight, nice. for sure. No doubt. Yeah, for right sure. That's badass. Oh, actually, right? fellow Globetrotter, Julia Avila. Shout out. Yeah. Promotion to UFC. 
Wow. Congratulations, young she's lady. She's also a Take Donation sponsored yes. Take Donation sponsored athlete. Nice, congratulations. She is a fantastic human being. Awesome person. Sounds so awesome American. person. Yeah, she's, uh, she's from Oklahoma. All right, boys wow. and ladies. Have Come a good back. night. Later. I hope you enjoyed it. More to come. I know you guys had to wait a long time for this one, but love you. Bye-bye. We're back. Adios. Buenas noches. Peace. Peace.